0: Hey, Ernaz here. First off, a shout out to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Issa, Herman, Audra, Lewis, Claudia, Jane, Nora, Reginard, Kobe, Astridama, Evelyn, Sarah, Joe, Kevin, Mary, Karen, Jennifer, Jenny, Anna, Diane, Susie, Stephanie, Terry! and our forever first tricia as a patreon lovely you'll get access to our bonus episodes where patricia nayland and i talk about other things we're interested in like worn stories next in fashion bow and yang and now hbo max's new streetwear design competition the hype so join us your support helps out with our production costs And we get to enjoy some Project Runway extracurriculars together. Another way you can support the podcast is by telling your friends and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find the show and join our amazing group of Project Runway fans. All right. Speaking of Project Runway, let's get to it. My strategy is whatever pops out to me, I'm buying it. I'm not thinking about the shapes. I'm not thinking about the design. Oh, gorgeous. It's really the craziest strategy I've ever used. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love, dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest
1: and I'm here, ready to stir up the motorcycle. Hmm. Hi, everyone. I'm Patricia, and I've got five cents to spare.
2: And I'm Naylin, and I think it really tells the story of the colors and the outfit and what the collection is supposed to be about.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well... Uh... <laughs> so many questions, cause I'm just like, where is that from? And it sounds like something that Tim Gunn would say, slash something that Victor would say, slash something that any of the incoherent, really sleepy designers would say.
1: I think well, it's Michael Kors. Was it Michael Kors?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No.
1: All right. It must, gonna- must have been Josh.
0: I
3: don't I'm know. wondering. Mm-hmm. Be. Okay.
0: Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! Um, Speaking of sleepy, um, the dream three is here, and that means it's Patricia, Nielan, and me all together, back in the workroom together, and um, just yeah, letting everyone know. Uh, And because I didn't also like chime in about this podcast, but yeah, it's been a really long day. Um, I'm kind of loopy because I'm I'm a little tired. (laughs) (laughs) but I'm so glad to be talking about this finale episode finally with the two of y'all and uh, with you listeners. So just to remind everyone um, to chime in and tell us your thoughts and stuff on Instagram at the workroom podcast on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the workroom. And please send us your hot takes, your questions, your gossip to us, like whatever you've missed. Um, to our Gmail at in the workroom at gmail.com. Also to remind everyone that we have a cheat sheet and this is the finale episode. So we have an extra long one. There are four pages for each designer and I will prompt you when it's time to click on that link. So you can follow along with us in runway order and we are on Patreon. So right now we're talking about HBO max's new design competition show, the hype. So you can hop on over there and uh yeah um that's that's that i think there's one more thing oh speaking of our gmail account shout out to terry or as as i say on on our patreon terry who let us know that project runway season six through nine will expire on hulu on december 1st and what they're doing is they're actually making seasons available in chunks so six through nine is going to expire on december 1st so it's just in time um you know we're coming in right under the gun Uh, but on december 1st project one ray seasons 10 through 13 will be available so just letting everyone know you know if you want to get in there get your season nine on on hulu do that but also it's still available on tubi and i think Freeverse. so yeah so yeah those are all my announcements at the top of the episode. All right, everyone. So let's get into this. Um, Okay. We open at Hudson Hotel and we are again reminded that uh, all four of them are going and it's a day after they're realizing that they all get to go and we get to hear a little bit about their feelings. So we have Anya and Kimberly and then we have Joshua and Victor um so so at the top of this any thoughts about getting four designers any any and also nailing you know uh you weren't with me on the last episode anything Mm -hmm. that you would like to add or chime in on before we really really get deep into this episode
2: no i think you both did an an admirable job um (laughs) recapping it and um and it does feel like i i I don't know why I I suddenly felt like, okay, why do they even bother with like pretending that there could be three finalists at this point? It's like no, no show does it anymore. Like there are never three finalists anymore. Yeah. So it's, it's like, you know, a, a needless bit of suspense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And at this time, you know, I'm trying to think about, you know, it's still, no, it's not really early in Project Runway history. And it's sort of like, okay, we added on an extra episode. That's what it feels like. Instead of, it having, instead of having more time at home with the designers, we have this extra competition, where I would love just one whole episode dedicated to Tim visiting everybody. Yeah. And then, yeah, just to lead on into the the New York Fashion Week episode. But, yeah.
2: And, you know, something else that's – would there have been a reunion on this season? Oh,
0: I'm glad you brought that up. So I don't think there is a reunion. But on Tubi, there is a Tim Gunn Behind the Seams, S-E-A-M-S episode. So there's something of, like, an extra. But it's I don't think it's a reunion. Um, So it's like the clip
2: show or whatever that, you know, that they would normally like run during the reunion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and it's 40 minutes on TV. So it's Mm. kind of a long episode.
2: I mean, I I have no desire to revisit this, but (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, it does feel needlessly padded. Yeah. And Josh is feeling that, too yeah like we have some <laughs> some real um, classic editing going on here with you know upstairs in the girls in, 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 in the girls' apartment mm-hmm.
0: where they're it's all, all like, like oh, we're so happy we're... Mm-hmm. I can't can you believe this. Oh, I can't believe we're all going. la la la. And then I think it's Kimberly who says like jars seem kind of weird, right?
2: Oh, no, it's Anya. Anya is like, well, Josh seemed a little upset. Yes. But that's Josh. He's he's always upset. Yes. Smash cut, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I also thought this was kind of a a pivot for Joshua, because it seemed like the night before that he was upset because, and I think we, you know, I think the, the two of you have convinced me that he's intimidated by Anya. And so it's not that he was mad that they let Anya in on a very weak showing, but it's just like, oh, shoot, it's Anya. And then the next morning, there is a little bit of like a, how do you say that, like sanitization of that, that it's not just Anya. Mm. It's like, oh, man, I have less of a chance out of four. I have a better chance out of three. I'm like, I don't don't think that's all the way true.
2: Yeah. And, and, And Victor... just has to sit there and be like "Uh (laughs) mm, mm, uh-huh uh-huh okay (laughs) that's what you want to do go ahead
0: sure yeah say that Mm -hmm.
2: you know Victor at this point is like yes you give them content (laughs) like like (laughs) (laughs) like, I did my I did my snootiness like back in the early part of the season
0: I mean you can kind of think about all of Victor's talking heads because like the producers are asking what do you think about Anya not being done? Um, she isn't done, and I guess that's okay. Yeah, that is a thing that is happening right now. But you know, dot dot dot. Like, it's just mm-hmm. no commitment to anything.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I like to think that Victor is, you know, got a little bit of time during his <laughs> during his break with his with the other two parts of his throuple that he met in the. <laughs> <laughs> and and the does you know the the bridal challenge
0: I'm i'm glad you brought up that thruple. i mean c- because <laughs> i think
2: about them often
0: <laughs> i mean well victor does say that you know victor's not worried about anything he's done it's just editing at this moment mm-hmm. as opposed to everyone else and so you <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. think that with maybe like a day of free time where Victor thinks that he has nothing to do. Um, the thrupple, uh travels over from, where do you think they are? Brooklyn, Jersey, the Bronx? I feel like they might be in, they have to be in the New York area.
2: Oh, and that couple? Kind of, yeah. Oh, no, they were New Yorkers. Yeah. Uh, for and sure. So, yeah, they're, yeah,
0: they're off like doing stuff and yeah. like, during free time. Production is just like, oh yeah, no, we're not worried about Victor at all. Like, look, <laughs> <he's done. laughs> no hems needed. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so they have like, all of their worries, except for Victor, um, who has a bunch of free time. Mm-hmm. And they head to the workroom at 1407 Broadway, which we kind mm-hmm. of find out later is called the Piper Line workroom. Oh, that's what Tim announces in, you know, later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, So we have um, a a little bit of time, uh, you know, what are they going to do with their designs? Blah, blah, blah. Anya is reevaluating everything because her work got canned on the runway the day before. She's just lucky to be there and she she knows it. And then Tim comes in and acknowledges that the runway yesterday was very, very difficult. So he's just Mm -hmm. like, listen, even I had to go back and rethink my thoughts about your work. Victor, your, uh, your evening look, I loved it. They hated it. Kimberly, your accessorization, it was that tough Brooklyn girl that I think is wonderful and valid. They hated her. Joshua, mm-hmm. I love that Greek in the front and bad Matrix in the back. No, mm-hmm. Anya, you know all of that sucked, right? You know, <laughs> yours is the only one I agree with the judges on. So yes. So basically just Tim I think is very gracious and succinct in giving these one line feedbacks to kind of remind the designers what the judges said. And I love that he did it in a way that didn't hurt their feelings too much. Right. <laughs> so Well
2: Yeah, it was clearly like, I'm oh, I have to go in and pick up the pieces.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. Um and you know, after trying to put them together a little bit. Um, give, Tim offers them a tremendous gift. And that gift is that they get to go back to mood. They get a budget of $500 and they will get 30 minutes to shop. And it looks like everyone is kind of okay with this, except for mm-hmm. for Kimberly. Like the, the the camera zooms in on Kimberly's face because she's the most like, what? am I supposed to be happy with this? And she looks at the other designers like, are you guys happy about this? Because Tim is looking at us like we should like this. Mm-hmm. But I think Kimberly and, and I think everyone else is a little worried about the time that it's going to take to go to mood. Mm-hmm. And so um, anyway, but Tim, I think also packages this in a way that doesn't hurt their feelings. Um, go back to your work tables and then figure out the best way to use this $500. So they get some time and I think like people are reevaluating pieces like Kimberly is thinking about redoing the, um, the, the bubble skirt they're calling mm-hmm. and uh, doing it in, in black. And I really like what she said here. She's like, I think I'm going to take the color away. So it's a risk in one section just in shape and not also a risk in color And then Joshua is rethinking the Greek matrix piece. And then Mm -hmm. Victor all of a sudden isn't happy with his own gown. So he's going to redo it. It's like we started off in the morning with Victor being okay with everything. And now that there are these options, Victor's like, it's just going to pan his entire, uh, not his entire, but the finale dress. And then um, we hear a little bit from Anya later on when we get to go to mood What but
1: uh what she's up to so, any, so yeah go, go ahead this is the moment where i realized both victor and josh had made flowy things mm-hmm. from, from the last challenge mm.
3: yeah
1: oh you mean um so I mean, like flowy like um maybe to take a look not not to take from but to sort of get on the radar, get on the spectrum of the attention that Anya's getting for Flowey. Oh. I was like, wow, they both made these like, Flowy things that huh. You know, and now they're both not liking them.
3: Hmm. So-
2: flowy chiffon.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: That, is, that is interesting. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: Hmm. All
0: right. Because something else comes up later that I think they're all borrowing from one another. And I didn't, I didn't even think about the flowiness. But, uh-huh. yeah. All right. So they're done evaluating and planning for their $500. Tim comes in, takes them to Mood, and they start running around. We hear uh-huh. from Anya what she's going to do. So she's going to run around Mood, and anything that pops out to her, she's going to buy it. Um, This is something that she's never done before, but we see her taking out like a bunch of bolts of of prints and just going like, oh my God, they're all gorgeous. I'll take them all, give them to me all. And then Joshua who is wearing plastic is buying more plastic and more lime green.
2: I mean, when I saw, (laughs) you know, Joshua goes like, for once I'm at mood and I'm not freaking out. I'm getting exactly what I need. And he pulls down this bolt of like, like, you know, neon green. Mm
3: -hmm. um,
2: Like it's not quite neoprene, I guess, but it's or maybe it is neoprene. I don't know. (laughs) Neon green neoprene, um, and and with like such an air of self satisfaction, Uh and I'm just like, yeah, this you, you are. tacky just tacky <laughs> tacky mean, tacky tacky with a word that i never use but but like but it's like josh i mean th- yeah
0: it, it, yeah because i i i i hear you because when he says oh this is the best mood shop i've ever had yeah and then you <laughs> see what he's grabbed that yeah. makes him so happy and i'm just like Seriously? Yeah. So, and I want to call it something fancy like chartreuse or something else that's loud, but it's just lime. It's lime green. Yeah. It's lime green. It's lime. It's piper lime green. Piper lime green. <laughs> oh no. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. They're just yeah. running around and I and Tim is I feel like cornering Kimberly whenever he can in order to <laughs> <laughs> i'm laughing because Nayland held something up to the camera and it's lime green are those socks those look like little tiny socks for something
2: they are they're they're um <laughs> to clean your eyeglasses with
3: it's oh, like that's it's like,
2: it's like two little microfiber mittens that go on your fingers and then you your eyeglasses oh i love with, that.
0: Um, <laughs> i want them now you know what i want those i wouldn't <laughs> mind having a lime green pair of those because this
1: is what i use
0: like i just use this guy uh-huh. yeah.
1: yeah i i use one of those things too but mine is like blue oh i mean is that a joshua
0: mckinley design that you have in uh, it
2: should is, be I mean. if only like like if Joshua just go like this is what I'm gonna be all about.
0: Yeah. Because it's necessary, I, it's functional, and it's kind of frivolous at the same time.
2: Well, and it also makes sense because if your vision is poor, at least <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at least if you're not colorblind, you're gonna be able to find these easily. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. There's enough of a contrast. You know, that's yes. what's happening is a contrast. so anyway
2: they uh, they all buy a bunch of stuff at mood they come back and they get down they they get down to it yes joshua is excitedly showing like the colors that he bought to victor and
0: all of a sudden wants to make everything out of that color
2: he's gonna make 50 new pieces
0: so many things um uh and and this is like the bubbliest i think that we've seen joshua in a while Mm -hmm. um and you know i'm just saying like it it reminds me just there's so much lime green happening in the background like garnier is lime green now this is lime green there's just a lot of stuff going on piper lime anya Mm -hmm. brings out her fabrics as well and her plan is to make three new looks because the judges hated the bathing suit and the cover-up and so she's redoing that and uh, she's doing a gown so i don't even know she has a gown she probably didn't have one in the collection and so she's going to make one And then, um, yeah, so we have that going on. Um, We also have Kimberly, who has already tried to make the bubble skirt out of this new black fabric, Mm -hmm. but has decided that it's kind of sad. And so she's going to go back and rework the magenta skirt that she had originally. Mm -hmm. Victor, though. So Victor was running around mood looking for black sheer burnt out fabric and found this cheetah print and probably some other like burnt out stuff, but he's now making a cheetah transparent top. Um, And so we have like a lot of new black going on and a lot of new line happening with Joshua. And uh, we have this moment where I I think this is the moment where there's uh, like Joshua and Victor kind of have a conversation because joshua still is kind of like a little energetic i'll say like very energetic around making these things so he's in the middle of making these lime green shorts with laces and oh my god has them up and is like oh my god i'm gonna make these shorts aren't they fabulous? They're, they're amazing and i'm also gonna make this i'm gonna make like five tanks and then you see that gray jacket that you really liked over there the one that the, you liked and the judges liked i'm gonna make that in lime green as well and then Victor is just like oh no I've got to say something (laughs) so okay Uh, are you making these things because you're not done with your collection or are you adding pieces and Joshua's like I'm not done with my collection and Victor's like so why don't you finish and then do extra stuff with this stuff and for some reason say it again Imagine that. I mean, and that sends Joshua, at least the edit we get, into a tailspin because someone was like, stop. <laughs> stop and think. And Joshua's like, oh, what? What am I, wait, what am I doing? You say you said something slightly negative that, that actually wasn't negative but constructive. Oh, no, I'm going to take constructive as negative and then I'm going to just go and cry in the Piper line slash Brothers sewing room. So yeah
3: right
2: um right Uh, you can't you can't like interrupt the manic upswing you have to like let it naturally evolve into the depressive slump
0: is it like waking up a sleepwalker Uh, yes (laughs) (laughs) I think
2: I think very much so
0: yeah yeah so the like there's a splash of reality and there is a moment that I just found extremely annoying where we have Joshua in the sewing room crying. And then we have Anya who's lending her shoulder for Joshua to cry on. Again. Again. Yeah. And I'm just like, I would never do this. This is, again, interesting how this is happening. But Joshua essentially is just saying like, oh, my God, woe is me you know, I'm freaking out because I don't want to rush this. We only have two, I only have two days. I don't want to rush this. And it's just like, look what you're talking to. <laughs> look who you're right. talking to. Someone who's got to make three whole new looks. Um, you're doing some stuff that, you know, I, I think we were under the impression that Joshua was pretty much done because mm-hmm. that's, what, that's how you need to come to Fashion Week. And you decided to buy all of this lime green fabric and to make this work. Um, but also all of you guys have two days. And so I don't understand. Like you're not going through some special situation. Like, right. So. And anyway. it's
2: all about like, you know, there's nothing for me to go back to. I'm totally broke. Oh, right. And right, right, I'm, right. you know, it's, it's all about like his circumstance.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
2: you know, for somebody who um this morning was talking about the percentages like how lucky are you josh that there's one additional person that you could burden this story with, burden with this story like like <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. like there, the person there could easily have been be like day. one less person who was around to hear you go off on it
0: yeah yeah um, it's interesting how you're able to kind of like use what's around and be so resourceful. And, co-
2: and compartmentalize in this way. Totally. That is so, um, so difficult to
0: witness. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I think that's pretty much the. Yeah. There's not, the there's not a
2: ton of narrative, right? No. It's like there are, they're all, they're all working hard. They're yeah. all getting tired. They're all sort of joking around. They're, like, cracking in various ways, but nobody's, like, fully cracking. Everybody's frustrated with the amount of time. Mm-hmm. But, it's, but there's no sort of, like, standout, like, thing.
0: No, not really. Um, the only other thing is that Victor is starting to sweat a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's what I noted where I'm like, hmm, Victor kind of started off on a high and then all of a sudden has worked himself into a little bit of a frenzy because I feel like everyone is in a frenzy except for Victor. And somehow Victor joins the frenzy by the mm-hmm. time we get towards the end of it. But um, so, so there's the day before the runway where we have makeup consultations. But we also get to meet with Tim. So this is when Tim comes in for a little bit of a, of, of a feedback session.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So Tim meets with Kimberly first. And that's where Kimberly tells Tim about the decision to just nix the black skirt. Um, It wasn't giving her the volume that she wanted. And Tim essentially is just like, okay, so here we have the skirt that the judges hated. There's an ease and a flow to the bubble back of it. And then Mm -hmm. the front looks like it's been hammered and nailed to death. So how can you redo that so it doesn't look this way? And Tim also asks Kimberly a bunch of questions that I think she's just not ready to answer, but Patricia, what were you going to say?
1: Oh, no, 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 I was just stretching.
0: Oh, okay. It wasn't. Um, okay, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, no. She, Tim is just kind of asking essentially how are you going to make some of these overworked looks look less worked? And also there's a pair of magenta pants that she just happens to have and Tim's like what's going to go with those? And she just can't answer any of the questions. I think Kimberly at this point is so delirious because we opened up in the morning with Joshua just asking her, how are you doing? And she just laughs Mm -hmm. in his face. Mm -hmm. So I think Kimberly doesn't have any verbal skills right
1: now. Well, remember I think Kimberly also works under pressure and last minute decisions Mm
3: -hmm.
1: quite a bit. I think Anya is very obvious about it, but I think Kimberly is sometimes like that too. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree.
1: I wasn't um, too surprised and I wasn't worried because, you know, Kimberly has sort of like knocked it out, like, uh, very well. Yeah. Last minute decisions.
0: Yeah, and I think Tim kind of understood that because he was just like, I'll leave you now and just kind of backed away slowly because, you know, that's happened before as well. Um, Anya is next, meets with, with, meets with Tim And so it's Tim who told Anya to do the thing that she did in Mood, which was to randomly choose what she loved, or just to not randomly choose, choose whatever pops out to her and then buy it. (laughs) So Anya is showing Tim the prints that she had, and they just happen to be mostly black and white. Um, Mm -hmm. She's very happy with it. But then she starts, starts to do this thing where she is telling Tim, like, just between you and me, um, I have really enjoyed my time here. Uh, it's been wonderful knowing you, you and you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, I will accept this um, consolation prize of just being able to be in the workroom and maybe to show at Fashion Week. It's not my <laughs> best. And therefore, uh, you know, uh, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm outing myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, she gives she gives the runner-up speech in the yeah. pageant.
0: Yes, she does.
2: <laughs> like
0: she's like I've I've done this enough times where I'm like mm-mm, I'm yeah. you know
1: how about I uh, just hedge my bets right now. So yeah, I'm feeling deflated. I don't see a way out. Yeah.
2: No. Well, it's but it's interesting. Like she. it it it's she doesn't see her way out but she doesn't stop working right right Right? like like she's kind of going like okay you know here's the deal like I really can't I'm I'm not a pattern maker I can't I'm I'm doing what I know how to do at the last minute yeah and I can't I I can't pretend that it's going to be this whole other thing yeah um but it's, but it's interesting that she does not stop.
0: Yeah. I, I really feel, you know, okay, I don't know if this is something that Tim did on purpose, but I just thought it was notable that Tim didn't give her a pep talk or mm-hmm. we don't get to see him try to rally her because, and so when he, so she says these things like she, yeah, she gives a consolation or the runner up speech. Tim basically is just like, listen, 24 hours from now, it's done. And then he walks away. And I remember thinking, like, in when I had lots of anxiety around like a presentation, mainly in high school, I would tell myself, I'm just like, yeah, so this time tomorrow, like, mm-hmm. it's over. So mm-hmm. I'll just, you know, fry my brain until a, like a finite amount of time. And then it's, it's all, it's over, it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that whatever Anya, needed to do or whatever it did for her to release that um it was done and then tim i think i'm wondering if like if a pep talk would have um prevented anya from like really being able to make or work without any of those expectations um because she essentially just like relieved herself of all those things and we see how she works the last day Mm -hmm. just making so many things at the very last minute but i feel like she's unburdened by all of the the guilt and the heaviness mm-hmm. of Trinidad when yeah. she's doing that
3: but right yeah
1: yeah and how that relates to what, how the judges have commented on the work that Anya has made
3: mm-hmm. right
1: so I, I think I sort of had this inkling that Anya's thinking that what I need to do to win this is not going to be the vibe that I am or that I need to present to retain all the relationships that I've built.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: my relationships that I've built. I also mean those cultural expectations of being a public figure. Yeah. So yeah, I think that Anya's like okay, <laughs> but Nayland, yeah, the not stopping working thing to me is what speaks the most about Anya's character, but also mm-hmm. about creativity.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's uh, I. You know, hearing you both say that, I just had a real sort of flash on my own life, which is that um, I tend to get into trouble with my work when I actually have the power to um, uh, transgress those deadlines. Oh. So when, when I like when I can't say, when I can say when I can extend out that thing. So it's not just in 24 hours, it's going to be done one way or the other. It'll yeah. be over, you yeah. know? And so I can sort of linger in a kind of indecision about what it is that I'm going to do, mm-hmm. which is just makes everything worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so it's a real blessing. Like, <laughs> I mean, in in a way, what Anya what Anya's doing is a kind of humility about like, okay, well, this is, this is what it is. This, this is who I am. This is what the circumstance is, you know? Um, I I mean, if you look at it, it's like, okay, I'm somebody who like learned how to sew in four months. And here I am on with an international platform Mm -hmm. and, 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 by any stretch of the imagination, that's, like, an amazing achievement. Yeah. So I'm just going to, like, sit with that. Yeah. Which is very different than, than like, Joshua's, like, at, at this point, I can't imagine not winning. At this point, I can't. It's, I, I want it so bad I can taste it. It's yeah. like this, you know, this, this um, wrestling with the outcome.
0: Yes. Yeah, totally. Man. Um, so well, we go
2: over to Josh as he's the next stop. On, yeah, Joshua, On the Tim train.
0: Well, we do have Victor first, but oh, um, did he talk to Victor first? He talked oh, to Victor sorry. first. Well, actually, I was thinking about Victor in terms of the um, the the release um, uh-huh. because we see that Victor has edited out a lot of garments and is deciding to remake new things. So, mm-hmm. so far, it seems like he's taken out, someone says like two prints. I don't think, I think Victor says that or Tim notices that, but it doesn't mean two garments. There's more than that that I see. So he's separated out mm-hmm. his um, his clothing rack and there's like, I would say like maybe th- at least three garments that are on the, the, the trash pile. Mm-hmm. And- Tim even looks at there's a vest that we haven't seen yet, and Tim looks at this vest and like even this adorable vest, like what are you doing? And and it seems like Victor is getting rid of a lot of Guadalajara <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. for this
0: cheetah print. And I th- I don't think we we go into it more, but I was thinking about Victor um, in this like burdening of of himself in a way that I think is kind of unnecessary. And making an assignment that he doesn't need to make.
1: I totally agree. I think Victor fell into the um, need to be sophisticated trap, therefore, sheer fabric. Therefore, this will glue it all together. Mm. Mm -hmm. And
0: yeah, I I agree. Because I'm just like, because it's all black um, and it's very different from the fabrics that he's made from the photographs. From Guadalajara. Mm What? All right. Next is Joshua. And I didn't understand this um, interaction with Tim. So maybe you guys understood what was happening. Because Tim says that there's a different vibe from what they saw. So I think, I guess, is Tim seeing a different vibe now with all the lime green? And before he saw the vibe was a woman who. Is fresh and new. Is wearing something fresh and new, but can still go to the Four Seasons for lunch. And now the vibe is this same lady is not going up uptown, but going downtown. Also, like, what's wrong with going downtown anyway? But yes, that's neither here nor there. But is that what what that was?
2: <laughs> I I think that Tim is aghast. <laughs> like he asks Josh what what Josh what he did with the mood opportunity and <laughs> and Josh goes well what i found was this green and he like pulls the shorts off the rack and and he starts showing them off to Tim and so Tim tries to i mean Tim says i think these are peculiar <laughs> Which, which is such a good word. We love you, Tim. Like I'm gonna I'm I one day hope to have the courage to bring that word into my critiques of student work. Um yeah, it's, one of those, like,
0: it's one of those words that I think straddles. It's a great diplomatic word. And yeah. it's different from the home visit where he's like, Oh, this makes me wanna weep and so i guess tim's trying not to cry and so he's right so he's
2: like he's he's like i gave you the breakdown (laughs) at the home visit you pulled it together you made some things that were like presentable yes and then and then you go out to fix it with this yeah with like like that the that that you know what's What's wrong with this collection is it does not have a pair of, <laughs> like, body glove, lime green booty shorts. <laughs>
0: with lace down the front. You know, it's not going to I mean,
2: there. we're going to – I want to uh, – those short <laughs> like, <laughs> put a pin in it for those shorts. I have to talk about those. Can't
0: wait. Oh, good.
2: they not They are – but anyway, <laughs> they are indeed peculiar.
0: Um, and I love how – so, no, go yeah, ahead, go so ahead. Tim
2: tries to go like okay well here's what I was seeing before like this um, you know this this woman who had this thing going on that she could do this and this and now I do not understand mm-hmm. like what this is and in part because he, he picked the direction of that really hideous playing card print yes. that he was so wedded to oh
0: that's what it is playing cards like I couldn't it's yeah. So busy, my eyes really couldn't fix what it was. Um, yeah. And Tim also, I feel I feel like Tim puts in a last-ditch effort to get Joshua to not use that print. <laughs> yeah. Tim is, is like on this very subtle mission to get Joshua to see this print doesn't work. But no, like the whole thing is about the print. He's oh. inspired and by the colors so- of the print.
1: Yeah. And I think this is where there's like a big disconnect here is because Tim is going, using, as you've said, diplomatic words, like, mm-hmm. Josh isn't hearing that. No. You know, like, Josh, I think Tim is being nice about the print because, I mean, that print is really heading to the next nearest Old Navy to get a cardigan to put over it. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not going downtown, <laughs> not even going downtown, let alone the four seasons. Yeah. Or but, so it's sort of like, Sometimes diplomacy, great for Twitter right now, not for this critique. You know what I mean? Like, this critique needed, like, much more direct. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, this is peculiar. That could sometimes be a good thing. You know, that could be Mm -hmm. incremental. But in this case, it's really not. And I I don't think Josh is getting the subtlety of...
3: Yeah.
0: And he... When Tim leaves, Joshua is confused and says it. Like, I don't understand what Tim was saying. Right. And then he says something to the effect of, this is what I have. And this is how I planned to show it. Which is Mm -hmm. not true. Because you didn't plan to show that lime green stuff. You didn't know that you were going to go to mood. If I understand that. But he's confused. And I think it is because of these diplomatic words. And Tim not hammering in, being a little bit more aggressive with language. But... Tim's not going to do that. You can't um, coax somebody
2: moment. into, into chic.
0: No, you cannot.
2: You know, the thing about the, the thing about Joshua is that he is vulgar. Yes. And, and there have been great vulgar designers, yeah. right? Like Versace is a brilliant vulgar designer yes, yes. you know Thier- Thierry Mugler is a great vulgar designer hmm. these are not it's not about being chic it's not about you know yeah. It. it it's it it is about like yeah I'm loud as fuck and weird and perverse and yes I have motorcycle handlebars coming out of my tits (laughs) like what are you gonna do about it right (laughs) and and it's like Josh isn't there yet because he still is confused about like that being where his power lies
0: yeah Mm -hmm. I would agree because I don't know if 25 year old Joshua would even agree with you they would probably think of this of that as being like an insult <laughs> to their work because I kind of I kind of think that yeah in, in a way he's probably trying to fit into this idea and that's where it gets I think that's where he goes with this draping thing and we can kind of mm-hmm. talk about that later but trying to trying to fit into where trying to class it up yeah yeah and you know you don't have to do that um, okay so there's a portion after Tim leaves and Joshua is confused and they have four hours into um, the end of the day. And um, so we have like, you know, people in the sewing room cutting things up. Um, Anya and Kimberly are talking about how many looks they actually have completed. Kimberly only counts two out of like the 13 she has probably. Um, Anya is running around and, Kind of talking a little bit about coming to terms with being a Caribbean designer and and embracing that as her aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. Victor is still editing, and he is cutting out so many pieces as if that is a good thing, um, and he says that it's painful, but kind of I think hopes. Yeah, he does say this where he hopes that the judges will take into account that he did something kind of painful. And again, like these photographs are photos that he took um, commemorating the death of his older brother in Guadalajara. So there is a lot of emotional um, sentiment and um, there's a lot of sentimentality in these prints. And so it means a lot to be editing this out and trading in these meaningful prints for these prints that he just bought in mood. Anyway, so the models come in and uh, it's generally okay. You know, these are, it's late. I, I just wrote in my notes that this must be late when the models are coming in. It's fashion week. Everyone's working and super busy and um, they only have four hours to the end of the day and they're working until midnight. So that means the models are getting there at like eight thirty-nine. 9. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Joshua turning one of the models into himself.
1: Mhm-hmm.
0: He found a sh- a short haired model, and so right. that model will be made into Joshua's actual image.
2: Right, which and- says a whole lot about <laughs> like, like if if Joshua could could master quick change skills, and just like wear all of these outfits himself, he would. And and I would be all there for it. I like I would like. Actually, like I wish. Like if I wish that they had allowed him to, because he he doesn't really seem to have an interest in dressing anybody else.
0: Not really. <laughs> I mean, and also we've seen him walk. He can walk. So yeah. I would have loved that. I think that would have been great to just like a one <laughs> yeah. Joshua show. It would have been
2: like so much truer. <laughs> Also, I just want to say something, which is they set up an entire Piper Lime accessory wall in this workspace for absolutely no reason other than to have it in the background. Like, none of those accessories are touched. Like, literally, they have, like, accessories on the wall. I mean, it's,
0: I also am wondering, I think this might be the only season where an ex- the accessories sponsor sponsored a freaking room because it, it this is the one challenge where no one should be using anything from that piper lime wall you should have had all that figured out before you got right. there
2: well you know it might be that this is the piper lime showroom mm-hmm. in that in one of those industrial buildings in the in the garment district like oh. maybe this is their maybe this is their like showroom
0: okay now now I feel but silly even so editing worked up you know, about that that's that's very reasonable but
2: it is true that it's like it's it is really weird that that like i it didn't even you're so used to seeing an accessory wall there that you don't even really think about it but i just this watch through i was like wait a minute
1: yeah <laughs> like, well, i watched it like here's the here's the mercedes-benz parked outside of mercedes Benz.
3: <laughs> yes you no
1: know, it's like we are the sponsor so we get to like put your stuff put our stuff in your face yeah you know? yeah
0: that's true Um, It's just so practical. It's such a practical sponsor. Um, Mercedes are practical, I guess. They're cars. Anyway, well, all right. So we have that. They're all running around. Um, The models leave, um, Mm -hmm. but, you know, that was more or less, like, nice. Um, They do not use the Piper Lime wall at all with 45 minutes remaining. Mm -hmm. Anya is still cutting hems and still making dresses. Um, which is mm-hmm. insanity, but she's doing it.
3: <laughs> so. Yes.
0: So yeah,
2: like laying things out on the floor and just like
0: yeah, cutting and in, them. And in terms of the order, you know, who knows, um, you know, wh- what they've edited in, but she's making some significant pieces towards the end of the day, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that later.
3: All right,
1: question. question. I'm sorry, Dora. In this portion of it, which mm-hmm. I'm a little bit um, ahead of it as I like rewatch now. Mm-hmm it looked like there was some kind of fabric that Anya had dyed, right? Did it look dyed? No, you- it, it might've looked like
0: a batik dye that she, but she, was it black and white?
1: no it was like green well let
0: me just
2: bring... it's like green and yellow yeah oh, that, no, that's another she, that's another print that she brought
0: print? that i think yeah. she brought that with her i think we do see that yeah. in the work in trinidad oh okay
1: okay yeah okay, yeah, yeah
2: that's one of the ones i think that she shows tim yeah in lieu of showing him any garments
1: yes oh i remember now okay thank you I was wondering. Wow, like you died that like in eight hours? No. <laughs> no, no she did immaculate, not. Immaculately gutsy. Um, all right.
0: So, um, we end the day. They go home. They wake up at the crack of dawn. There's no light outside. It's upsetting. It's the morning of the finale. They're getting all dolled up. Um, Kimberly is just like we're exhausted, but we are dressed and ready. Mm-hmm. um victor's wearing a little bow tie and a huge cascade of gold chains mm-hmm. um
1: and also stressing out about feather. his wait sitting again uh, i'm sorry to interrupt a feather bow tie did you notice it was like little yes feathers? yes 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 um oh that was oh it's the same bow tie that was in his ho- talking heads yes yes
0: it's really beautiful sorry. It's beautiful bow tie i'm so mm-hmm. sorry
1: um I'm totally wrong that to- not now not at this point he's wearing just a black bow tie okay yeah
0: but me you know who knows like maybe that's like Mm -hmm. getting ready for fashion week tie and then there is a formal bow tie for when you go out and make your speech Mm -hmm. um and anyway
2: i have to say that i i i dunked on victor a lot earlier this season for you know for not being mono (laughs) i think i do think that that victor like has subsequently like settled into things mm-hmm. and is like cute and seems to be in a good place. Yeah, like seeing recent designs of his, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. got it together.
0: Yeah, yeah, Victor. We, I, I have links. We, we will talk about. Mm-hmm. Where are they now? Yeah, um, I basically wear everything Victor
1: has made. That's on their website right, right now. <laughs> All
0: right, so. We walk with the designers to Lincoln Center. Um, And I just wrote in my notes, Joshua's chest is is out as always. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're walking through the street at night. I mean, dawn, whoops. And then they walk through the main area down the runway and they kind of do the quintessential Project Runway moment where you're like, oh my gosh, guys, it's the runway. It's so long. It's such a huge room uh, because we're no longer in the tents so they no longer say oh it's a huge tent because we're not in brian park anymore but um they make their way down the runway we get that that look and then all of a sudden it's one hour um so they're running around um tim comes in and is all pumped up and like kisses all around whatever um and we have some drama because kimberly left her sewing kit somewhere and so she's looking for it I, my theory is that she probably put her kit in a non Piper bag because mm. she pulls out a bag that is not Piper Lime, um, and it's all blurred out. So I'm wondering if someone was like, oh, no, we don't we don't need this bag uh, because you can see Piper Lime on all the other bags. So it's, mm. it's interesting to me. I think it's, it's a conspiracy um, against Kimberly. So I'm just going to say that. But Anya lends her all the things that she needs and you know she mostly needs just like a needle and a thread. Um, so it's, it's nice. It's chaotic. Um, there is no model drama. Um, right.
2: We- Joshua has to get in one final thing about like here we are at New York Fashion Week and we're sewing people into, into dresses. It's a
0: new, new rule that he just made up. Um, it's a new rule just a a moving target a reason to dunk on other people a reason to feel Mm -hmm. superior um because this happens every season it also happens for almost every designer (laughs) professional like whatever it's fine um but of course joshua is just you know super judgmental all of a sudden not whatever it's fine all right Mm -hmm. the judges do their runway walk and uh then heidi klum does another runway walk by herself. (laughs) So, um, and then the first to go up um, uh, is, is called. So before we do that, first of all, listeners, it's time to find the link to the cheat sheet in your show notes. Mm -hmm. And then also to talk about who the judges are. So we have our normals. We have Heidi Klum. We have Michael Kors. We have the lovely Nina Garcia. And then we have a guest judge, Logan Scott, um, or Lauren, Lauren Scott. And so I will say that I'm making fun of how Lauren Scott spells her first name in all of our titling, because um, I like that there is a an L with an apostrophe and mm. a Ren. So I'm just putting L's and apostrophes wherever I want.
2: Um, wherever you wish.
0: Yeah. Um, but I don't know this designer. So Lauren Scott is a designer. Um,
1: Patricia, do you know Lauren Scott? Not. I mean, I've read a, like, very well known. Okay. Um, used to be a model.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I know, used to be a model, then became a stylist, actually, to, like, people like Jennifer Aniston. Um, and then became known, I think, for being Michael Jagger's partner for, I'm sorry, not Nick. Michael Jagger. Mick Jagger Mick Jagger's partner for a long time
3: mm-hmm.
1: and unfortunately they um, I believe they took their own life in a, in a very sad like oh. manner so um, and quite recently I think like mm. five years ago or something like that okay. um, yeah so that's all I know about Lorenz Scott I this is not somebody who was on my radar
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah yeah. But, like, I wasn't, like, following, like, who this person was styling, but I I read their name. They were, like, in Vogue and Harper's Bazaar and
3: okay. certainly, like, <clears throat> in all
1: the Fashion Week pictures that um, all the Fashion Week photographers put on Getty after the show. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lot more than I knew, and obviously, I didn't even think to Google Lauren. Oh, uh, I don't okay. even
1: know what their designs look like. I never even yeah. thought even look that up
0: either so yeah um Nealon, what about you do you know loren Scott?
2: got i i do not but you might want to rethink your titling
0: i will yes i'm <laughs> just gonna like redo it now but um or maybe i'll keep it but i won't do it in like a Wait,
1: like the a Le finale Le finale. that's pretty that's like french yeah, Le finale. i don't know i feel like it's, it's does it doesn't does it seem
0: like kind of uh um insensitive? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, I yeah. I'm all right. It, it makes me a little twitchy, I have to say.
1: Okay. okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> if one of us is twitchy, then that's
2: enough. <laughs> it just takes one twitch.
0: <laughs> all right. Um well um let's head to the cheat sheet with um no title.
2: <laughs> i was gonna say um great cheat sheets this time around
0: i would like to give a shout out to nick Varios, who um oh. so i'll say that um there were plenty plenty of images from this season on um on, on blogs all over the place mm-hmm. and a lot of people smashed the final looks together um, but everyone did have like a front and a back view mm. but Nick Veriales' blog was my favorite in that he gave everyone enough space so mm-hmm. um, so everyone has their own page for the cheat sheet this week and it's just wonderful to have a front and a back because of course like last week uh, with Patricia, when we're talking about um, Kimberly's top like from mm-hmm. the cheat sheet I just completely forgot what the back looked like so this was mm-hmm. just I feel like the best set of images that I've come across for the mm-hmm. cheat sheet. So, yeah. All right. So, let's get started. Anything about this intro? Because we do get, like, a little, you know, um, there are people who are hugging and celebrities walking in. Um, anyone of note?
2: We get to see Oliver.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, just, like, who can't just be bothered? Just so There's... I,
2: I, I know... He's contra- forced,
0: Oliver's contractually obligated. Forced
2: <laughs> forced to sit among the fat people.
0: <laughs> so many fat people. There's so many. Ugh, this, I can't. Um uh, I'm just flapping my non existent bang because that's what I, I, I think Oliver does. Um yeah. with her hair. It's very styled. Um all right. Well, let's get to but it. nothing, yeah. Okay. So um, our first person up is Kimberly. So, um, of course, like the whole collection is on the first page. And so let's talk about it collectively. And, you know, if you want to talk about your favorite pieces, um, your least favorite pieces or anything, uh, we can all kind of go at it because it's all here. So how do we want to start? Who wants to go? Who wants to, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying,
3: I'm, I'm,
2: Patricia, you go.
1: Okay. I just want to say that I, I want all of those pants, all of them. <laughs> I mm-hmm. want all of those pants. I thought it was so well thought out. And it follows the format of like, well, they all kind of did follow the format. They all sort of like... Oh, okay, I think Kimberly did the best in having a really strong middle of a show. Oh, okay. There right? so was, was like a, a beginning that was exciting, an ending that was wow with the sparkly mm-hmm. dress, but then that middle was really engaging.
0: What is The, um, the middle starts with like the
1: fourth look or the third well, look? Well, I would say like for me to... I would say like between five and six, seven, eight. Okay. Like, so for me, like that pink dress with a silver jacket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then from going from that to the, I think it's a dress that comes with a mini, a pink mini. Mm -hmm. So look number. Number six. six. So that, yeah. And then of course the one after that with the, like the cream high-waisted pants amazing i'm not a a big fan of that that bubble skirt Mm -hmm. um but it's not boring where it is introduced in the lineup huh that's interesting like i i guess i don't really even think
0: about that in in phases especially with the 10 look collection but um again i i yeah i i agree i the white cream suit is my favorite I, I do mm-hmm. not remember that because of course there's a sea of purples and royal blues and greens and, and magentas that I think are really nice. But the, the cream moment um, was, I don't, I, yeah. Cause I was kind of like, I've, I've watched this over and over again a few times. The first time I was just listening to it and then caught this outfit coming down. I was just like, Oh my gosh, who is that? Um, and, and I didn't, I didn't know whose collection I was looking at and I was like, oh my gosh, that's Kimberly's collection. Um, it's it's very, there's a, like, a wonderful range of, of things, but again, like I feel like watching this again, I liked this collection a lot more. It makes me think about, again, w- looking at this like 10 years later and how uh, differently I, f- I, I feel about this, uh, this collection. But I agree, I really loved the opening look, and I generally really liked the off-the-shoulder asymmetry that was happening um, because I think asymmetry happens all the time, um, especially on the show, but the way Kimberly did it, she did it in a way that feels very different, but also kind of easy, um, and uh, it, it doesn't feel cliche, but I also like the way it followed through the collection but in very different ways. It's so like the first and second look, like it's got the same shape happening, but um, the construction is very different in how that shape is created. And then you go with the um, uh, the flowy look, um, and and how different that was. My only thing about it was the flowy look. Um, I prefer, I you know, we kind of we'll get into it later. But I agreed with Michael Kors <laughs> that it. The, the outfit underneath it took away from the beauty of that outfit. Um, I, I, I was trying to think of another way because it's a quite it's a translucent piece of, of, of fabric. Like how else would you line that or deal with that where there could be something underneath that would not take away from the print, but add to it? Um, yeah. Um, I wish that there were more accessories. Like I miss her bracelets um, on some of the outfits, but you know, yeah.
1: Can I just add to what I said? Yeah. The only thing I don't like is the one outfit with the big bag. I don't think that bag was necessary for that outfit.
0: That outfit. Yeah. That bag. I thought about that. That bag should have gone with the first outfit, but that's yes. how that walked with um, the judges. And I just hated that. So I think she was trying to lighten it up, so put it with an outfit that wasn't that wasn't so covered up, or perhaps didn't compete with it. But I I, I agree with you. I think it should. have
1: yeah, a, a dress with a big bag. What you roller skated to a gala, and you have to put your roller skates in a bag? Like I don't know. That wasn't making a lot of sense to me. Yes. Yeah. Um. So maybe with even with the previous look too, like the the purple sleeveless. Top and the, the black pants yeah. because that's who takes the subway, who's getting things done that day, yes. you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, or coming from the gym, and
1: or you know, coming from the gym. with a really
0: chic gym bag. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I-, I loved it. All. I- I'm I've been a Kimberly fan this time, so this whole time, so like, I was pretty happy. What about you, Nayland?
2: <laughs> I'm less of a fan. I I agree with you that the um that the cream suit is like the the winning item of the collection for me. I think that um, there's I I think it's like the way that Kimberly thinks about structure. In this collection, there's just like, there's a way that it feels kind of off to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I wish that it was a little, I don't know if it's like tentative or something because it, like everything does seem very directed and the cuts are very clean and the edges are, are sharp, but it feels like directed in this odd way where um and I think it's most evident in that purple dress with the bag.
3: Hmm.
2: Where I'm like, well, so what's the point of this curve?
3: Huh? Like you mean the like, pocket like,
0: the curves or the the skirt?
2: Um the like the zipper curve into the into oh, the shoulder yeah. strap curve. Yeah. And then there's the pocket curves and and it's like these are all like really definite moves, but I don't quite get what they add up to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a little bit betwixt and between.
0: Mm. That's interesting. So that
2: that's just my thing is, that, is is that I, it's, I'm, they don't feel fully self-assured to me yet.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Um, and, and it's so, cause even looking at that dress, talking about the curve in the back makes me think about, yeah, for some reason I, I think about, well, that's how that shape is, you know, yeah, that's interesting. For some reason what popped into my head was Anya's crow dress, sort of how she figured mm-hmm. out what she wanted it to look like. And then went in to figure out how do I get a person into this? Or how do I sew this mm-hmm. to keep it this way? And so it's, I'm kind of thinking about that curveness, maybe. And now I'm noticing that there is a curve to the hem in the back. That um, it perhaps is about the shape first. Or something else. There's some order to things in which she's working that makes it necessary somehow. Like I'm wondering um, if that's a part of it.
2: Yeah, maybe. I also don't. I I don't love her um, taste in prints. Mm.
0: <laughs> this is uh, yeah. Um, I've so, not, I haven't liked it all season, but I actually, like, I actually like I like this uh, for this one. Um,
2: but yeah, yeah there. I, it's I I don't. It's I mean that's kind of what it comes down to for me is that yeah. I'm like. I, like, I would love for there to be some other sort of color going on in that purple dress, Mm -hmm. you know, as a way of, like, livening it up, but then it's like, okay, but if it's a panel of one of those prints, I really don't want that. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think maybe the, like, the pink, the pink and, and silver, um, Outfit is more successful in that way because it does have this kind of—it's got a structure, but then the motorcycle jacket has a kind of sim. It also has a structure, but that structure is like a toughness
3: mm-hmm.
2: that, and and they and I feel like the silver and the pink kind of elevate each other.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's um, interesting.
2: And, and it, it's, it, it's, it's interesting to me because I think that the cream outfit is really the place where it feels, like, really self-assured all the way through.
3: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: For me, it's that outfit and the last one, the dress, the sparkly dress.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, that seems fine to me. There's, like, a lot of drapey um, black dresses this season. Yeah, with like a big back reveal, but hmm. and that seems fine. But it's like it doesn't. I'm. I, it doesn't feel as special to me as the cream one. Yeah. yeah.
3: But, but I, I. mean,
2: I. I hear you. There's like it's. It's uh, accomplished. It kind of comes back around to the feeling that I was having about this season all the way through. Is that there? There's was plenty. There was plenty of uh, there. A lot of clothes that i thought were fine but very rarely was i like knocked out by anything that anyone put down the runway
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah my issue with that dress with the zipper and the bag is that i think it's too short especially in the back like Mm -hmm. if you sit down on the subway you're going to be cold yeah (laughs) until until you warm up the seat you know yeah sort of like an uncomfortable length Uh,
2: Yes, I think you're right. So it it is that question of like, okay, so what's happening here? Like, what's the, you know, where's the situation where this person is going to be comfortable? Mm -hmm. Not like, where is this girl going? But it's like, where are they at home?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, I'm going to reference a meme that I saw recently and I really liked it. So maybe maybe Kimberly was doing it to get the tax write-off for these debts. (laughs) (laughs) that's <laughs> credit <You know? laughs> and and kimberly's going for it
0: <laughs> there we go uh, all
2: right. should we push on to joshua
0: yes um so next is joshua all right i'll say i'll start and say that i thought of the first dress as a greatest hits from maybe the highlight of judging that Joshua has experienced on the show. Mm. So the ver- the purple draped one shoulder piece um is basically just the orange dress <laughs> but in purple. Um and I also will say that like I I I for the most part didn't mind this runway show but that fourth outfit no it's not no five. One, two, three, four, five. i would say four and five um so so four is the um the black lined t-shirt that was made out of the fabric that tim gunn really hated um and then there's the fifth outfit with the Um, lime green shorts but then there is this um, very graphic black and white top that also is lined in black like those two together remind me of an outfit that i the outfit that i talked about last week um that i got from urban outfitters and so it was just really i kept thinking about it, it with this print um i don't know like it just took me into this commercial place um and referencing clothes that i know um and have seen before um but i don't know like i i kind of actually was surprised at how that there actually was some sort of motif with the necklines that there is um some shape references that are kind of carried through and um I didn't really hate the third to last outfit. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, that was mostly plastic on top. Like I kind of thought it was pretty um, interesting in being an unconventional material. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, wh- wh- what'd you guys think of this?
1: Um, do you want to go nailing? <laughs> um,
2: I will say that, um, Outfit 3 is the um the one that I can handle.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going back like, to it. Like that's the
2: one where it's like, okay, this is a person like that's a cute pairing that like iridescent red jacket and the that purple tank and the pants. Yeah right that's like a cool person like the next two outfits are like i'm i'm sorry but we're you know like in living color is canceled and there aren't any more fly girl auditions and you would not have gotten them anyway <laughs> like dress like like what the fuck are those and and that like the lacing on those shorts is atrocious. I
0: mean, it's really jarring the, what it does to the proportions of the body of that model. Yeah, where it just really it it's the print and it's the short. So it's a combination of things that I think is is happening. You know, like maybe Joshua just also really into optical illusions, but it elongated the body so much to the point where it's. It's like, oh, I'm I'm more looking at the optical illusion of it all um, than than the outfit. Like it just doesn't. I don't know.
2: Well, it also makes like your thighs sort of bulge, yeah. And so it's suddenly it's like you're you're wearing like a speedo, but then it goes around to the back and it's sort of like the back section is hanging loose. So it's kind of like, why not actually lace those up tight then? Like why? Well, why have them open like that yeah does it make any sense
0: well even it's really tight on the model because however he you know cut those things it's like they couldn't be any tighter so you have these strings hanging down um but you really, you probably couldn't tighten them uh, you probably you know they would tear or something i don't know
2: yeah, but... and I don't get what that vest is ha- is doing in like look number two. That's
0: that seems the one like... that Tim really liked. <laughs> Ugh, <laughs>
2: that seems like needlessly tortured.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. That Victor had a vest that Tim liked. Tim didn't like this vest. Okay. okay so that's
2: yeah. A different vest, no, huh? I mean, I it's like so overworked, and particularly when you look at the jacket next to it. Yeah. It's like. Just cut a simple jacket. It's fine.
0: Yeah, I think there's something about perhaps pairing it with that print, so that it would show through because it's it's laced up in a way. But
2: yeah, but why? Like, why, like why is that reveal important? Yeah.
0: No, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know.
2: Anyway, that's that's sort of where I'm at with it. I th- I thought it was just really.
0: And I also think that, you know, we also have that scuba dress um, that had a weird fit issue and the modesty clasp. And I think um, uh, Joshua just ended up finding uh, an even smaller, Mm. flatter model to Mm. wear that. Um, Mm. And so, in that sense, it looked like it walked better. But it made me even more uncomfortable <laughs> for, like, for some reason, where I'm just like, I don't think you tailored that or, or fit it any better or adjusted it at all. Um, you just had to find someone who was thin enough to fit it. And that's why it works. So um, that just kind of, I don't know. It, it, yeah, it was just kind of like a weird feeling with that. What did you guys think of the, the new finale piece? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Both of y'all's faces. It's just like mm,
3: mm, mm, mm. Uh.
2: All right. It's it's like there's no um It's like exactly where you would think there was going to be bravado. There's no bravado.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, and then it's like it seems like he's like going to the mat for these really not very interesting choices.
0: Yeah. Well, um, you know, everyone stripped themselves away from themselves enough to please the judges mm-hmm. and you know, that's his main assignment all the time is to edit. Yeah. And this is what we get.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Patricia, what did you think?
1: I thought it was largely unfocused, and I thought mm-hmm. it was, um, I actually think we're seeing a lot of Joshua here. I think we're seeing a lot of club kid colors and energy. We're seeing a lot of, um, not necessarily like a contemporary color palette, mm-hmm. you No, know, but something 80, 80s-ish, 90, mm-hmm. 90, 90, 90s-ish. Um, but then we're also... See- we're- it's, al- it's almost like we're seeing where Joshua hangs out and then where Joshua wants to go and work in. Mm. So, like, I'm around all of this exciting energy in the club, <laughs> but I really want to dress, you know, the same people that Tom Ford dresses in Texas. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? So I want that kind of high clientele. And I don't... W- there's anything wrong with any of this but I just think oh, this collection didn't negotiate those things in a cohesive way so I feel like we're getting like this and that and this and that and this and that we're getting like Fiorucci we're getting I want to be Helmut Lang, but not quite I want to be Halston almost you know mm-hmm. so I think we're getting all these like back, back, back different things um
2: I think that that's really astute. And I think that the there's the real difference between Halston being like, I have a particular way that I want to dress American women and someone else saying, I want to be Halston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. Hmm. I think that's very much it. It's like he wants to be these other... Um. These other designers,
1: hmm. I mean, those yeah. are the reference points, right? Yeah, so it's, it's fine as a starting point, but I think by this time in a collection, I it just wasn't as cohesive as I think it should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, and it's and the thing is that it's like, it in fashion, you can be a freak. Mm like i'd i'd i saw it recently some like profile of like rick owens like house it is in his, in, uh, in whatever like you know it's some house that he has next to his factory or something and i'm like you are a fucking freak <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> it has been for decades yeah
2: you know but you kind of have to be your own freak like you can't like you you can't be free knockoff.
1: <laughs> well, I think Joshua has stated that needs to make a living doing something, right? right. Well, I feel like that's also a pressure that's very present here. Where I think I love Rick Owens, I love Tom Brown, I love all these designers that do not that do a lot of things I could not afford or really have. Like, I would wear mm-hmm. it for pleasure, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like, could I? Would I wear that to teaching? probably overkill you know yeah. so that would intimidate people now that's not the point of teaching so i think that all of these designers like did they all start out doing that when i think about it, it's like well mm-hmm. they all inched up to be able to build a clientele to buy mm-hmm. that and then had to sort of work other arenas in the same way that rick owens has marble a very expensive marble toilet that that uh rick owens designed right all these things
3: (laughs) right (laughs) like
1: like a part of this world that people are really interested in besides the clothing yeah um so i think for a youngish design youngish is a youngish because i don't think i think that josh has skills this is not their first time making a collection but it's their first time with a big platform like this right i think when you that pressure of oh my god this is what people are going to know me as I have to look like I can sell some garments because I need
3: to Mm -hmm. make a living
1: so I think all of those pressures also lead to decisions like this Um, so how the question for me then how does one negotiate these shows to sort of have that appeal of like oh yes I can make clothes and I'm also willing to take risks in these other areas that really appeal to me
2: well, I think that's a really good lead into Victor,
3: Ooh. actually.
2: What? Because uh. I think one of the ways that you get one of those jobs working for somebody else mm. is through what Victor did in this, which is like, you know, this is coherent and together and like in some ways, like, unquestionable.
3: Hmm. Hmm. I don't know.
2: (sighs) I mean, I don't, I'm going to say that I, I'm, again, I'm not knocked out by it. Yeah. But I think that there's any number of other design houses that would look at this collection and go like, okay, I'm, I totally would slot you into a designer role, a designer role on this label.
1: Yeah, or, like, more along the lines of what they all want. Like, I'm um, I'm Simon Doonan, and I want you at Barney's. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, at, at the mm-hmm. time, when Barney's was still around at this time, right? So, like, yeah. they all want to be in places where people can buy their clothes. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, the thing with Victor, I, I just don't like these 50s hemlines.
3: Mm, okay. I, I
1: just, I, I'm just like, oh, my God, Victor, like, please. Like... For the skirts, I mean the pants. Uh huh. Are-
2: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I I I don't know. Um, like what? I mean, I've watched this episode so many times that every time I think Victor's collection just kind of makes me sad. <laughs> um, Interesting in, in what he cut out um, uh. and. And I, I know, I know, you know. I don't think there's any regret on Victor's face at this point in time, but um, I just was so uncomfortable, and felt for him that he felt that he needed to cut himself back. And so I see, but he's able to do all of, of course, these things. Like he made five, or at least three, whole new looks, um, impeccably made. With fabric that's really difficult to work with, um, but uh, you know, did I, I think paired back the the feeling behind the clothes? And I think that's something that was m- something that was missing throughout the the season, or something that he probably didn't <clears throat> have time to do. And so, um, so we, so in terms of like these outfits like it's 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 like I I I don't question that they're well made or that there is a focus but just the conceptual labor or heft or emotion behind it I'm just it's just kind of just makes me sad Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so yeah yeah um yeah I don't know i will say that um i i thought it was just you know very peculiar that that there is no finale dress um but also i kind of commend victor for not doing a finale dress and he's the only one that did that and so for that i feel like that's that's great in terms of the risk i just wish that one of his prints that he had made was in that last outfit um, mm. I think the second to last outfit with the pants and the mirrored shirt and, and the top um, also could have been a finale piece. I think those pants, they're not for me. I, these prints are not for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not into it. But I just think the symmetry on them and the sheen is very bright and kind of, I would say risky for Victor. And so mm-hmm. that would have been nice to have as as a as a final piece, but I kind of think that Victor thought this transparency or this translucence was sort of the the push forward. Um, mm-hmm. We see it in the second outfit how he's reworked that leather dress or leather skirt with the zippers,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I don't know. I just didn't like. I didn't like the 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 re do's that he did for this like i kind of would have just preferred to see what he made Mm. Um, yeah what are you what are y'all's thoughts
2: i mean i do think that there's a um like there's an over reliance on that on on that effect Mm -hmm. um and it you know there's a there's a, a an overall look to the thing that seems very safe mm-hmm yeah
3: yeah
2: you know it's it's not it it's not super daring but i do feel like it's like it's aggressively competent <laughs> but but that's not necessarily like a bad thing in this context
0: no no i i i i I just love the wording aggressively competent like i really (laughs) i really like that description and it i i totally agree and um and especially with what victor again like was able to do like yeah i think that aggressive competence comes in where i'm just like oh yeah of course you could do this and um, it's almost also like with the extra $500 dollars and the trip to mood that um, that Victor was probably the most capable of, of tripping themselves up with that trip mm. that mm-hmm. extra time because of because he's so aggressively competent <laughs> so capable but um,
2: I will say this that I think Victor has an assurance in relationship to materials yeah. that um, you know, that, that speaks to what my um, anxiety with Kimberly is about. Hmm. Like in the, in the way that I feel like Kimberly's like use of hard and soft feels a little off kilter to me. Yeah, Victor's always seems right on it.
3: Hmm. Like I
2: feel like he knows what fabric does.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, and there's just like a kind of, assurance about like the weight that things should have i do i do really love um like the pearls on the motorcycle jacket yes you know I, it's a is it a thing that like it, you know if you saw it more than once or more than in one place you would be like no i'm done <laughs> but that but but that like every time i saw that particular jacket I was like, "Oh yeah, I like that."
0: It's a show. Yeah. I love it. I if I had that jacket, I I don't care how many times people saw it. Like, I'd wear it until the pu- the pearls fell off.
2: Right. Well, yeah. that's the thing because if it was like the one,
0: mm-hmm.
2: people would be like, "Oh my god, that's so great! Are those pearls? That's brilliant!"
0: And then you and then you you'd see it like the next week, and it's like, "Yeah, still pearls." And
2: <laughs> no, but <laughs> I, I mean like the, the like the like a like someone who was not as smart as a designer mm-hmm. would have like put that effect in three other pieces in the collection
0: oh yes
2: right yeah, that's yeah. what i mean okay is yeah. that it's like it's it's the fact that he doesn't do that
1: yeah, yeah. right that uses the mirrors right, right. Another and place. that
2: there's other places where the shoulders, where where he calls attention to the shoulders, but mm-hmm. not through, like, sticking a bunch of stuff on them.
0: Yes. Right. Yeah.
2: It's like, that's the difference between him and Josh.
0: Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. Hmm. Okay, yes. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else on before we move on to Anya? On to Anya. All right, Anya's next. All right, um, who would like to begin? Who would like to start? Lead us off, Ernest.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, so I I I love this collection.
3: <laughs> 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 There's
0: some, and I I remember the first time I saw this runway, and the thing that stood out was the music, more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And so it, I think it's the first time that we've had um, this type of music on Project Runway. But I also thought that it went really well with the garments. Um I think the music that we hear is the music that they play on the runway. I would like to believe that. Um, I thought the addition of the... Um, oh, right. So, okay. Not talking about it overall, but to talk about, like, some individual pieces. Um, piece number four, I didn't realize that those were pants. Um, It took me a few times watching it to realize that those were pants, um, which I appreciated because what I do remember about this collection is that it's just dresses. So yes, we have a pair of shorts. We have um, a redone um, bathing suit with a redone coverall. um, And then we also, we actually do have these pants, but I, I really just... I, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um it does have that effect, of course, of the breeziness or the flowiness of the fabric. Um, I also think that it helps that Anya was wearing what she was wearing. I don't know. There's just I don't know. It 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 kind of I I I still like I I liked it the first time that I ever saw it and I, I still like it. So I don't know what else to say. I'm trying to. I, I don't <laughs> think about like the details, but it was just mainly the music, and I actually thought about them. Like, am I being swayed by the soundtrack? And maybe I am, um, or you know, perhaps the way the models were walking. I don't know. I just, I just thought it was really
1: great. Well, there was a lot of movement. Yeah, in this collection it was like mostly movement.
3: Mm-hmm. I,
1: I thought. You know, there's a couple of things that I'm just like, oh. Like look number two. Okay, look number two. Yeah. And look number nine. Look number nine. nine. Yeah. I love that print. I like that color palette. I don't see why, like, I, I don't think that these design choices really, like, accentuate or maximize that print.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like, I would love to see that print in something like look number 10, where we can just see like the colors move. Um, so, I feel like it's also very unfocused a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I always have this issue with every single Project Runway final show is that because of their budget, everything always has to look like spring, like half spring, half resort,
3: mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm.
1: So, um and this one, in this show, I think is very much that just by, um, by its direction, like it was meant to be like this it was meant to be some something that you would normally see in a resort wear collection or in a spring collection. Yeah. Um, I think the first look is spectacular. And look number six, I think one, mm-hmm. three.
3: Mm-hmm. Sticks
1: are the best,
3: hmm. the, the
1: strongest, really the strongest. I think everything else is just there to pat it on. Look, number eight, we've seen that so many times. On, I mean, that's like Carolina Herrera, every mm-hmm. resort wear, mm. area resort, every resort, that's Michael Kors, every resort wear. Like, we see that a lot. Um, so I, so I didn't think that was like where Anya's, um maybe if I saw it I always prefer to see this like twirling on the runway Mm
3: -hmm.
1: um the the fit is incredible on on these smaller pieces the fit is really Mm -hmm. good um but I thought it could it would benefit from a lot more focus if there was the time and the lack of pressure and the lack of you know all the ingredients that you know we know were happening
3: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
1: but overall, I thought it was beautiful. Like I'm saying all this stuff, but did I like seeing it? Absolutely. And I thought it was a lot of improvements. I think Anya did a lot of things, negotiated things actually in a much better way than Josh. Negoti-
3: mm-hmm.
1: Negotiated this idea of like, you know, the beach is Anya's club, right? But Anya wants to dress people who also go to fancy events. Um, other public figures, people who wear these flowy things. Mm-hmm. So, but I think Anya did a great, jo- a great job of negotiating um, where they operate best and where they want to go. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's what I really valued about Anya's um, Anya's approach with the collection. Mm, that's a good way of putting it.
0: Yeah. Um, Nealand.
2: Yeah, I think that. Um, I, I think that when Anya has to pattern make, um, it gets it gets a little awkward and stiff, hmm. you know. And so those the ones that you pointed to, um, Patricia's um, two and and nine are really places where it's like she's clearly trying to do a particular thing with the patterning yeah and um and and does not quite have the skill to pull it off so it looks a little stiff and weird um and but the you know the thing about her work all the way through is that it has like enormous charm and you totally get the idea of this is a kind of dressing right mm-hmm. like this is this is a way that i could dress you know it doesn't mean that i would fit into it it doesn't but i but i get that feeling of like walking along and like feeling the breeze and feeling um, a kind of ease and assurance with that. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that that Telegraph's like really clearly in her work. But I do think that she has like a few devices that she relies on over and over again. And, and um, you know, She's lucky it's not a twelve look collection.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah.
2: Because it would really be like, um, you know, just too much. I think she did a. I think she did a great job in substituting things out because she managed to cover up her the other sort of shortcomings where things were feeling kind of tortured.
0: Hmm. yeah i agree yeah. i mean cause, you know because looking at because i don't i the, the the looks number two and number nine i actually don't like those prints um but number nine um there's the end well, yeah there's like this really beautiful gold lining that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, when you can see when the model turns that there's like a hint of that gold back there. Um, When it's used that way, like I think the this like cow thing that's happening is quite tortured, but Mm -hmm. um, being able to see um, how she's lining it um, adds, to me, that's where some of that charm is, where it makes me think, oh, okay, well, I don't like the print, but there's some type of interesting and um, you know beautiful consideration of it. Um, and I'm also mm-hmm. like I'm watching it again in the in the background as we're we're talking about it because mm-hmm. number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, number seven actually has like um, like gold bikini bottoms on underneath yeah, yeah. it. And you can't really see it on the on the Chi Chi. Cause I I remember yeah. there's something else going on there. Um, and so even those like splashes of like gold or something that is a little bit shiny or special Mm -hmm. kind of adds to it. And thinking about how she pairs those things together. um,
2: Well, and how she picks accessories. I mean, she's that, that's the thing is, you know and I think it was the thing that was driving the other designers nuts, like throughout the season. It's like, you can't deny the talent of being able to do that.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: And, and I think like your, the thing that you were saying, I was thinking about that, exactly that black, that gold collar
3: mm-hmm.
2: on, on that dress. And I think a more skilled pattern maker would find a way for you to be able to see that lining mm-hmm. without giving you the sense that it had to be like kind of peeled back to be mm-hmm. revealed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Like, that's the thing that's, like, on the back end, it really feels like, you know, there's a moment of, like, well, don't miss this. (laughs) Like, there's, you know, and whereas in other places, she's so good at letting us, like, discover something that she's placed in the garment that's, like, ooh, that's, like, you know, a little rich and delicious morsel of something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, all right. Anything else to say about Anya before we move on to the crowd? <laughs> oh. um, because, of course, that's the last runway show. And then, um, as is tradition, we go out into the crowd and be like, who'd you like? Who'd you like best? Mm-hmm. And so we have like our little group of Anya lovers or celebs who weigh in positively about Anya say and we have Jennifer Love Hewitt and then mm-hmm. uh, the director of fashion at Lincoln Center, Stephanie Winston Wolkoff mm-hmm. um, then we have our Joshua haters, maybe likers and that's
2: I love I love that they cut to <laughs> Jay, Jay <McCall>. McCarran
0: <laughs> who was like I don't, because we all okay. I love when whenever they interview Jay McCarroll because Jay McCarroll clearly watches the show, and mm-hmm. has a bit of a show watcher um take. Whenever he evaluates a runway, he goes, you know, I hate his personality. He's a villain this season, but <laughs> I like his collection.
3: So.
0: <laughs> and then we pair. Jay McCarroll with uh, the meanest lady ever on <laughs> on Project Broadway, Joanna mm. Coles, who I love. Love you, I love Joanna. Joanna Coles. Um, she's so... I, I love how, how she scares everyone more than mm-hmm. I does. Openly scares them. Um, and then we have Betsy Johnson, who's just like, if it ain't colorful, I ain't even seeing it. So, of course, right. I liked <laughs> Joshua's better than everyone else's.
2: I know. And Joshua should wish that he was betsy johnson
3: Yes.
1: right yeah
0: right?
1: Yes. talk
2: about talk about a vulgar designer
0: yes oh man um yeah that's interesting and then we have our kimberly lovers we have the ever condescending danielle who got eliminated in like i don't know third or fourth episode who knows and she goes um kimberly surprisingly knows how to sew <laughs> as mm. well as i do um, and then we have Cynthia De La Os, who is he's the editor of the New York Fashion Week book, The Book. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have Cecilia, who um, took herself out, who really liked mm-hmm. the bullies. Um Then we have Victor Lovers, back to Joanna Coles. And then Corinne Bailey Ray. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember Corinne Bailey Ray? Mm-hmm. Um, oh God. Who sang the songs that everyone kept singing and would not stop singing? Um, <laughs> and then <So>. we have... <laughs> <laughs> um. We, yeah, it's, it's it's like an earworm of us of a song um, that I can't really think of right now. But I remember when I saw her, I was just like, "Oh my god, she's everywhere. Her music is everywhere. <laughs> um, great singer, just everywhere." And then we have Mila from season seven, who also liked Victor's clothes.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we have Nick Varios from season two, whose blog photos I used. Um, mm-hmm. was very diplomatic and put in the, the ever present or the evergreen saying at the end of a Project Runway finale, I'm so glad I am not one of the judges. It's gonna be really hard
3: to judge Nick is,
2: so hard. Nick is like such a dependable corporate guy.
3: <laughs> like he it.
2: really <laughs> he's there to the he you know, he is the he's the editor's friend.
0: hmm hmm Always there. But
2: but I also like Nick Stop combing over.
0: Ah, like, you
2: always
0: pull. You always.
2: <laughs> it's but but it's true. It's I like I did not
0: clock that at all. No,
2: but it's like hon just like either just shave it all. Like if Nick did like a shaved head, he'd be adorable. Yeah, yeah. Nick's got a great face. He's so cute, and it's just like it's there's. There's no oh. world where that looks better than a bald head.
0: Now I gotta go back and look at it. I, I it just
2: I... always feels like it's like it's like you might as well just put like a big sign that says, I'm anxious <laughs> on your <laughs> you know, on your face.
0: <laughs> oh man. Um All right, I see it now. All right, so <laughs> Okay, well, um, we move on from from Nick, Varios and um, the comb-over to the judging realm. So uh, we bring them all on the runway, and uh, we kind of go down the line. So we can kind of do this as, you know, like whatever it is that, that stood out. Because we talk to them, I think, in runway order. So we go to Kimberly first Mm Then Joshua, and then we talk to Victor, and then Anya's last. Mm -hmm. All right, so they're all in there with their finale outfits, um, and we have Kimberly. So Kimberly is just like, yeah, you know, again, I was doing my urban into fashion, but forward glam sensibility. And um, I'll just say that I wrote down that Michael Kors basically was just like, listen, you listened to everything that Mm -hmm. we told you. to, and, and you held yourself back enough. Um, we wish you held yourself back more, even though he says like, "I love how you held, you held, held back, but you still showed yourself." Um, so yeah, but I mm-hmm. kind of feel like that was like an undercurrent of just like we wish that you it was less so. But um, he also had the comment that I agreed with again with the floaty dress, mm-hmm. but had the garment underneath that bothered him, and I agree. But Nina said um, something that I really appreciated. um, And so we talked about the fabrics that Kimberly works with. um, And I've struggled with them. But Nina kind of encapsulated even the season. She's like, what I like about you is that you take something that is uh, wonderful and rich, like this rich fabric, and you make it into something that's easy, light, and modern. And I feel like that's something that Kimberly has tried to do, and not always successful. But I mm-hmm. think that this runway collection was probably the most successful at doing that thing that Nina pointed out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Any thoughts on this feedback to Kimberly?
2: Um, you know, Heidi still doesn't like all the, what she phrases, the bubblelicious stuff. Right. Yeah, but I think I, you know, I think that they, I think they were giving her really good feedback. Yeah, and I and and Michael in particular was kind of like, I I thought um, enthusiastic about her in a way that was very sweet. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh right, with that whole "keep the kick-ass attitude" comment. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um all right. On to Joshua. Mhm. So Joshua is talking about how he's learning to play with new ideas, but also how to edit that version of these new ideas and then incorporating the drapery and blah blah blah. Um end. You want to I mean
2: it's I you know, my um <laughs> tagline today came from the word salad that that Joshua spewed while his co- collection walked. And he kind of does that again. It's like he does not have a clear way to talk about these clothes.
3: Mm-mm.
2: You know, he like brings stuff up and just like um, it, you know, there, I, I just don't think that there are ideas there.
0: Yeah, I think, I think what he is also doing or what he's the most enthusiastic about is answering the assignment that the judges gave him, which was to edit and pare down. And hold back. Hold back and to show that he's been listening. And I, I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the judges actually responded very positively Mm -hmm. Um, especially Nina who got really teachery in her tone in my opinion there's just Mm. something authoritative about Nina's tone that I really enjoyed and especially when it comes to Joshua so Nina's just like I think most improved I want to see more and so she talks about the green shorts the notorious green shorts and she goes Those screenshots, when I saw them on the runway, I was not convinced. But when it was photographed, I thought, well, I also want to photograph that. Because, of course, they're getting photos of all of the looks so that they can judge them and Mm -hmm. reference them. So they're getting two versions. They're getting the live walkie version. And then they're getting the photographed card version. And for Nina, who is a fashion editor, um, you know she's taking into account how different the live experience is from the photographed experience, which I thought was really interesting. And then she also commended Joshua for experiment, experimenting with new materials. And I thought that was so funny because Michael Kors comes in and basically goes, yeah, give us more plastic. I love it when you use plastic. Plastic, mm. is, yes, neoprene and more plastic. Um, which I thought was just like not very uh, 2022 to be um, commending in this this way, um, but it seemed like yeah it, it it pretty much was very well received, um, and I and Heidi Klum, you know, despite everything else, liked those green shorts. I would have loved to have known what Tim Gunn was saying backstage when everyone was talking about how much they love these green shorts, but. Yeah, any 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 of your thoughts on this Joshua feedback session?
1: I mean, I I was a little surprised that people said most improved. People judges mm. went, "Oh Josh, you are the the best styled and the most improved." I thought, hmm, Okay." <laughs> I, um I was really surprised that Nina thought those shorts were quote-quote editorial. Mm. I mean, oh. who's editorial? Certainly not where Nina works, uh, right. I didn't really see that. Um, but okay, you know. I mean, I I really do think that they
0: were enamored with how much of how how little bedazzling there was, and so in terms of the the bar to clear for Joshua, I I think he cleared it. Like he he really did. Just have to hold back. Um, essentially the tackiness um but the tackiness in the sense of like yeah the accessorizing or the all yeah all the other extra stuff um and not necessarily from the clothes or from the construction but yeah um all right victor is next and so victor talks about how He was designing for a beach girl who meets the city, has rock and roll, has a little bit of like an urban thing going on. Um, It seemed a little bit more all over the place than it did three days prior, where it essentially was driven by his trip to Guadalajara. Mm -hmm. So now it has kind of changed a little bit, um, actually changed a lot. And this is where um, more of the sadness comes in. (laughs) (laughs) because Mm. i don't i think the strongest work everyone kept repeating that they loved the printed pieces meaning the prints that he had made based off of the photographs right and they wish they had seen more um so yeah i I just uh it was just it felt very um very sad um Mm. but i thought that what they said about the transparent pieces i think they kind of alluded to if they did not just use the word gimmick that there was this characterization of them as gimmicks and also Mm -hmm. the thing that I love the most is just you know Michael Kors talking about like how are you gonna wear a bra with that so there were those conversations as well
2: yeah I I um Nina uses my favorite teacher term which is missed opportunity
0: oh oh it's just like a ugh, it's arrow to the heart i hate those words <laughs> <laughs> I hate the, that's probably like why it was the saddest with victor i was like oh
2: you know but I, but i i prefer that characterization than when heidi goes like to me it looks a little cheap you know yeah like yeah uh, 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 because they didn't look cheap. Yeah. No. And it and they didn't look like the joke like Michael's take was like, "Oh, it's like that runway joke like she can just walk down wearing nothing." And mm-hmm. it's like really great. And it's like but that's not what they really looked like. Yeah. Um, I do think that it sort of flattened out. Like there was interesting depth in other parts of the collection, but that it was sort of flattened out. Um, but yeah, that's like they, everybody pretty much just says the same thing. Yeah, yeah. We love the prints. We don't, you know, we don't like the stuff with the with the chiffon. So yeah.
0: too much transparent. Yeah. And even Nina said something, I, you know, well, you reminded me of what she said. She's like, it, "That I don't mind that transparency, but it would have been nice to have had the print that you designed, maybe in a right. chiffon
2: or something. Coming through it, yes. right, or, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Ugh, stinger. All right, next we have Anya, mm-hmm. who is going for an easy, sexy Caribbean vibe, um, mm-hmm. because she's leaning into that is who... She is, and that's who she's designing for. Um, we kind of start off with Heidi Klum going, I really like your connect, your collection. I want to be that girl. I mean...
3: Well, well, she who,
0: says,
2: who doesn't want to be that doesn't girl?
0: doesn't want to be that girl? Am I right? And she kind of like looks at Michael Korsman like, am I right? Am I right? Um, <laughs> and so... <laughs> so just uh, <laughs> Michael's
2: like, well, actually, I'd rather be Baby Jane, but... <laughs>
0: it's just that Heidi was so aggressive in trying to get Michael Kors to agree with her, Uh just with her look. I was like, what is going on? She's anyway. um, But yeah, that's probably because Michael Kors like, no, not me. Um, Uh But I mean, everyone acknowledges that she picked a lot of amazing fabrics. Heidi Klum um, is talking about how, um, how even though they're all very different, they still look like they kind of went together in a way. And then she kind of asked this question. She's like, yeah, but then when I think about it, it doesn't seem like you didn't have to do as much as others. Is that okay? And then she also looks at (laughs) the like, can we let her win even though this this is that? And anyway, but Michael Kors says, in a way, he's like, will you let the prince make a statement? And so I can see why you would maybe sacrifice diversity and construction for that. Um, But yeah, what do you guys think about this anything that stood out or what do you think about their feedback for Anya
3: Mm. I
2: mean I think they do say it. it, it, you know Michael says a smart thing which is that look not everybody's floating around the world in a caftan all the time
3: right? so you have to
2: be cognizant of that and um, and Lorenz says um, like I can't wear a plunge that's, that's that deep You know, um, and so, you know, pointing out the fact that it's like, it's, it's limited. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and they, they cut back to what she showed, um, yesterday or last week, whatever it was. Um, and it does look awkward and stiff, you know, so she really did, um, you know, she really did rescue it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciated what Heidi said about Anya's collection. Um, which was, oh, Anya needed to layer because eight out of the ten looks have the same neckline. So if, <laughs> if Anya had layered things differently, like then it wouldn't have seemed so repetitive. And I thought, Oh, like that that's sort of like the kind of feedback that people who wear clothes all the time. Think about in a way that designers don't. So I was, I'm always grateful for Heidi when Heidi makes those kinds of comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, Anya did have Michael Kors's favorite opener because it had movement and glamour. Mm-hmm. And I thought Anya did pick a good opener. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. No, I really thought, smart.
0: I I thought two ballsy moves. Um, actually, let me use another word for that. Like very two very gutsy risky moves in that she opened and closed with dresses that I think we saw her start within the last three hours the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember in the workroom, Kimberly asking her about the finale dress and she was still working on the one that is the finale dress. And she's like, well, I think it's going to be this one. If it works out, if it works out, I'm changing out the one that I had before and it's going to be this one um, and, and, and they both walked and the first one mm-hmm. um, is like a very strong and beautiful piece that Michael Kors acknowledges is very well cut um, so yeah yeah alright anything left before we ask them why they deserve to win Project Runway
2: oh my god
0: not from my department <laughs> yeah this is my least favorite part it's it's sort of the equivalent of how much i don't like you know um at thanksgiving people ask I'm like what are you thankful for I'm just like i'm not i don't i'm not interested in hearing that um i i just there's something about it that i'm i just you know no i'm not interested so um do you guys care about that Listeners, I'm sorry if you care. <laughs> it's not. Um Yeah, no. So we can go to the waiting room or Well they no,
2: they do answer the question. What do we think about everybody's answers?
0: All right. I did write some things down about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Anya talks about um, being very tenacious, that she's a very ten, um, tenacious person. That she's developed quite a bit, and has always had a s- distinct point of view, and that's why she mm-hmm. deserves it. Joshua has been learning to edit. Victor, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? We
2: no. We, I mean, we hear his like about his journey with a, as a designer and the ideas that he's. Going to bring to this industry,
0: so ready to bring these ideas. (laughs) So
2: many, so many ideas and innovations that he's going to bring to the industry. I think Victor is giving a concession speech here. Really? Mm. Victor's doing the, is kind of giving the. I really love the experience. I have a passion for it. I really want to continue. I admire Christian Siriano. He took it and made it a big label. I want to do similar he's kind of, he's, I really appreciate everything I learned here. It's like, but that's not the, that's not the speech. That's not the, I have a vision speech.
0: No, it's not. Right? Or even the, yeah. Wh- what, what is distinct about you? And yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I, yeah. And, and Kimberly kind of is, you know, once again, wants to, um, you know, change the face of fashion, yeah. and and y- yes, should there be more top tier, um, black women designers? Yes, yeah. there absolutely should. Yes, um, I think you also have to pair that with something else, like yes. you got to say something about. I mean, I guess in a way, that's kind of why I like the hype. The, because there's, it it feels like that drive is also coming out of a really distinct cultural place. Yeah. And I think that Kimberly is not quite articulating that.
0: No, and, and especially, um, and even...
2: It's very familial.
0: Yeah, and even Anya, like I was expecting something a little bit more from... Anya, or actually all of them, because mm. I, I'm used to hearing a little bit more of an effusive um, argument as to what this means to them. Not that I, I don't need tears. I mean, Heidi would love tears. I don't need them. But right. there, were, there weren't many tears. Um, and Kimberly saying, she said, my point of view is clear. And thinking about, because I'm in the middle of writing something where I need to be clear... Um, mm-hmm. I can't assume even after showing work that people know what I'm talking about, um, but I have to explain what, what do I mean? What is your point of view? What is that? So um, yeah. Um, all right. So they finally let them go and sit down. <laughs> so they go back to the waiting room. They're all holding hands and are kind of satisfied with having gotten pretty even feedback so everyone got a good amount of positive and constructive feedback
3: Um, Mm -hmm. we
0: go back out to the judges and uh it's right away kimberly's not getting it kimberly's gone she's chopped right Mm -hmm. away um and then we have uh, a little bit of like like you know some more talky talking about how great of a designer kimberly is but essentially just she's not ready um, that's mm-hmm. the conclusion um, which is annoying and then um, yeah but we have some talk about Victor great tailoring um, people think that there, there was like a little bit of a split in terms of, mm-hmm. the, um, of what, they're, what, what he showed we've talked about that um, Michael Kors says you can picture a woman and, and an adult who would wear his clothes and not feel like an old lady so that's a check mark in the positive direction for Victor, mm-hmm. um, Anya, uh, Michael. I think all of them are commenting to Loren to Lauren how two days ago they hated everything that she did and how mm-hmm. it's a miracle that she has ten pieces that mm-hmm. they liked because Loren was just like, "What, huh?" And then with with them saying that um, Heidi Klum is just like, "So ten told me." that when he went to visit her in Trinidad, she didn't have anything done. Mm. And then Loren goes, oh, wow, but isn't that how we work as designers, Michael Kors? Before anyone can say anything, Loren's (laughs) like, that's what we all do. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Miracles under pressure. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And then we have Joshua, um, how Michael Kors is just you know, talking about how focused he is, how gorgeous the tailoring is, how interesting the clothes are, and how cohesive the styling is. So they kind of work themselves up into this frenzy over who to choose. Um, the only person we know who is not getting it is Kimberly. All right. So ready for the designers to come back mm-hmm. out? Yep. <laughs> they ring the back out, and Heidi is lets them know, there are no losers today. But only one of you can be the winner. So, of course. <laughs> but who do we know is the first not winner?
2: That's semantics. Yeah. Um, the first not winner is Kimberly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kimberly is out first.
2: So it's backstage to your loved ones. Yes.
0: Everyone is running into the arms of their supporters, and mm-hmm. um, Kimberly has the best group of people. So does Vic- Actually, all of them like have great people there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm very like happy for the ones who don't win for the support that they have backstage. So Kimberly's out first, and then who's mm-hmm. after Kimberly? We say goodbye to Victor after Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Victor is the... S- is that the second runner-up? Is that how we mm-hmm. do it? The second runner-up, um, and he's shocked. I think he he still thought that he was in the running, um, yeah. to win. So,
2: I, I I mean, I yes, I think he's I think he's shocked to be third.
0: Yes, yes.
2: Um, but given like in retrospect, given that it has all come down to josh hates anya because anya doesn't know how to sew and josh is a bitch and uh, you know that that's the central conflict of this season as it has emerged then you're not going to get rid of josh third
3: Hmm. Uh,
1: right Right, then we don't get the resentful hug that happens (laughs)
0: You guys are spoiling it. What does that mean? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We all, all right.
1: Know. So we all then know. it's
3: down. Know. So so it's down to Josh and
2: Anya. And what what happens?
0: Well, um, Heidi calls out Anya's name, mm-hmm. and Anya is the winner of Project mm-hmm. Runway season nine. And uh, yeah.
2: And if you go frame by frame, you can see the exact moment when Josh's heart breaks.
0: <laughs> I felt so me laughing as you say that. <laughs> <That's>...
2: <laughs> but, I mean, but also, jo- like, yeah, Josh's get cannot, like, hide anything. It telegraphs every emotion.
0: Totally, totally. Just, I mean, um, and even in the you know the, the last part or you know where you kind of like go back and you are talking to the runner up and how they're feeling and it's their times would be like i'm mm-hmm. really sad and blah, blah blah like joshua is is sort of um, you know i'll say like shady and sad um, at at the same time mm-hmm. um, how as to heart it's disheartening it's such an emotional process sort of the same talk around how he probably deserved this more than than anya um so yeah
3: yeah
2: and and heidi then remember reminds anya about how she championed her and anya is a like pageant you know pageant to the end gives a speech that is like humble and acknowledges all of like the wonderful things that have come her way and Mm -hmm. thanks the people who have like you know done so much to support her and to get her to this place and how good you know humble and grateful she is she does like the the full-on thing
1: yes yes no i was really happy to see that because to me um It was really wonderful to have someone like talk about winning in a way that comes from someone who is um, for lack of better words, I'm just going to say more community oriented Mm -hmm. Um, even though working commercially, but also very aware of like how to function within a community Mm -hmm. Um, in a way that a lot of designers just don't have that kind of contact or connection. Right. So I was just really happy to hear Anya Mm -hmm. accept things with that kind of perspective because it's sort of like, I couldn't think of another time in Project Runway where that happened.
2: So here's the question then. Did the right person win?
0: That's a great question. Well, yeah. I uh... think Victor lost this one. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I I, kind of think that... That it, it, was, was,
2: it was his to lose and he was, lost it?
0: It was kind of Victor's to at least go up against, because I honestly, I was, you know... Now that you you talked about the, the, the production part of it as to why Victor was the second runner-up as opposed to the first runner-up, that makes me feel a lot better because I was just like, I don't remember this happening. I don't remember it being between Anya and Joshua. Like, I just... I don't even remember Joshua making it to Fashion Week, <laughs> and so so I was I'm just I was kind of um, like flying under, the, just really almost like I was watching it for the first time all over again because of how my memory worked, and thinking about and that's also kind of I think why I was extra sad about Victor because I don't think I understood the consequences of those decisions the first time around watching this, and I think. Um, it was between Anya and Victor. And I think if Victor had pulled off a little bit more and had leaned in even more to to the emotion, which was driving the, 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 the collection, I think he could have won.
1: I think so too. I really agree with that. And I think if Victor hadn't gone so overboard on the sheer fabric, which what does that mean? Last minute decisions, do you sabotage yourself? <laughs> or do mm-hmm. you not yeah. and Ani did not and unfortunately Victor did but yeah. I also do think that Victor should have been second like believe, yeah mm-hmm. yes yes
0: yeah that makes a lot more sense like I, I again like do not think about these production decisions where I'm just like what what is this what is happening is this mm-hmm. huh but that makes total sense Um, what about you Nealon
2: you know I've gone back and forth about it because uh because this last time watching it through i was like no victor should have won Mm -hmm. but i um but i'm persuaded by um patricia's um uh scoffing at the vintage (laughs) hemlines It's like that's it. The, the truth is that I'm a sucker for that look also, so it's so it's a one of my kind of blind spots, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, but I think you're right. Like his, um, and and but I also agree with you that, um, ultimately, like he cut too much stuff or yeah, I think that, I think that he did sort of give it away.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, what's, what's nice. We can maybe talk about where they are now. um, Yeah. Let's do it. We talk about Victor because, um, you know, Victor is, you know, designing and um, has a very active Instagram presence. I'll say, Um, uh, there's like this newly released new year holiday thing that uh, Victor did with his husband and their dog. Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) very beautiful. Um, uh, And he's been dressing a lot of very notable celebrities. um, And I'm on his website right now, uh, victorluna.com. And there's like, like quite a bit of, um, yeah there's like yeah there's there's a a good track record of um of designs that he's made and collaborations he's had with with celebrities um that are like are very notable um i don't know like i love the photography of the work that he does Mm -hmm. and um and also you know the instagram is 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 a lot of fun to to look at to see who he's collaborating with on on broadway and on drag race and in hollywood
2: yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Instagram right now, and <laughs> it does feel like he, um, it, it's great when somebody gets to the point of like not really caring,
3: mm-hmm.
2: like like it feels like he's much more comfortably in his own skin and is be and is fine being wackier. Yeah. He and Josh both. Came back for All Stars, right?
0: Yes, yes. Yes. Was
2: it the same season? Was it the same season of All Stars or not?
0: I don't know if it's the same season I for All Stars. So. I don't think so. But Joshua, I think, was on All Star season two because he ended up collaborating with another um, All Star contestant um, who was an, from. Earlier, um, I'm and I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, here we go. Pulling up the website for Jonathan Kane. So, Patricia, you told me about this. I'm going to put the website in the chat. Oh, he as did. Well. He did
2: All Stars two and six.
0: Oh, interesting. I wish I, I could recall that. But and
2: yeah. you take a look at his Instagram and. It's a little ouchy. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, it's. <laughs> I've
0: been going to so, um, and okay, so I'll say that like the, what it seems like Josh is doing now is that, um, he's designing under, uh, Jonathan Kane's, um, label, and so we're, we should remember Jonathan Kane from uh oh my gosh like which season was it season two um a pretty early season but they met on all All-Star, all-star season two and then um Kane I think we know him by Kane like Kane asked uh, Joshua to design um in a, a, like do a, some type of collaboration and so they're still collaborating um, but under that label um, and I haven't actually been to Josh's
3: Instagram
2: he also has a shoe design he has a shoe business that he is these sneakers that he has made in italy okay uh, again i'm not i'm i'm not thrilled but you know that's me
0: (laughs) i mean all i can think about is like you know the shoes that he bedazzled uh oh is it alive shoes.com
2: uh, I think it's it's magic shoes. Oh. Like a like if you click the link that's on his Instagram page.
0: Yeah, I have it here. It's it's alive, aliveshoes But it's magic, magic shoes,
3: mm-hmm. an
0: amazing shoe concept by Joshua McKinley. Josh McKinley is the designer of this shoe concept.
2: <laughs> yes, he is indeed.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I love how. Um, how plainly it has to speak to us. Um, but they kind of look like shoes that should be made by the designers of Cross Colors, but with blue added to it somehow. Yeah. Um. All right.
2: Yeah. Ouchie. Yeah. No. And then Kimberly.
0: Kimberly, oh my gosh, yeah. So Kimberly has um her own label that she started with her sister.
3: So mm-hmm. we've
0: met her sister um before. And, um, oh my gosh, I think I have this already, um, up and running. Um, and so, so Kimberly has an Instagram account for the label, Kimberly Goldsen, eh? and then she has her own personal Instagram account, um, that is kind of like flying under the radar a little bit, but, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I just yeah so she has um, I think she's being carried and I, I know that there was a whole thing on our Instagram about um, the line being carried at Saks and uh-huh. um, and other like high-end luxury department stores um, there is a, a wonderful Instagram story on um, on both Instagrams about their recent um, collection or recent shows at, at Fashion Week um, their line also has like these new uh, really amazing um, sunglasses so um, she has like a very well rounded collection that she's growing um, mm-hmm. and, and, and under her brand and so on the website it says Kimberly Goldson, Brooklyn born, sister crafted, luxury driven um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: because the sister that we met is um, uh, a direct partner in this business so mm-hmm. yeah
2: and the clothes look good yes the clothes on the site
0: i think they're they're well styled um it's yeah it's kind of cool and
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh you know yeah i just want to say that had the color palettes been different i would have been very tempted by some of those sale things on kimberly mm website because they were under $100. What? Really? Because I was just thinking, I can't afford any of this. Uh, the sale section. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Find me among the sales <laughs> I thought that I was.
0: Never mind. Never mind. But yeah. Oh my gosh. <gasps> oh my goodness. This is great. This is wonderful. This is very exciting. Um, wow. Yes. These are more affordable than I thought they were with the sale um oh wow yes okay yeah well i would say like for like a pretty lackluster season that the top four designers oh we haven't gone to anya's website so anya Mm -hmm. um uh, has a collection made in
2: trinidad and tobago yes
0: and um it's pretty, um, I'll say, like, there's, like, how do I say? Um, it's pretty sparse. So it's, so there are, um, like, just some distinct designs, distinct um, prints going on. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of clothes, but they're very, I would say, just, like, kind of concentrated. Yeah. Um, there is, there, so I, so I, I went to the website, I would say maybe, like, a couple months ago. And um, d- went back on today, and there was an announcement that there are certain things that are back in stock. So um, I get the impression that um, she's selling quite a bit, um, but also that these are most likely pieces that take some time to manufacture. Um, and but um, this is like, you know, an active uh, <clears throat> collection that she's actually selling that's also in demand. So
2: Yeah. Yeah. So what's our feeling overall?
0: Patricia, season
2: I... nine. Dear listeners, if you've made it this far, do you have any final thoughts on the season?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Definitely let us know. Yeah,
0: that gives you options to say no. Um <laughs> You, know, I you can even let us know. F- email us and be like, nope. just
2: <laughs> Yeah, e- e- please email us. Email us and, like, you know, did the right person win?
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, what are, your, um, what are your
2: thoughts? Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's interesting, like, looking in retrospect. Like, it's great that we looked at everybody's at the finalists afterwards because <laughs> you get the sense that Victor really – Victor and Kimberly stuck to it
3: mm-hmm.
2: in a way when you don't so much get the sense that Joshua and Anya did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Although if like Anya's Instagram looks like Anya doing a lot of entrepreneurial things mm-hmm. around fashion, around culture, around even NFTs, like doing a lot of entrepreneurial things.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and and maybe that comes down to her role and the thing is that it's she was more presence than necessarily a designer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um
2: um well yeah. anyway, lovely <laughs> listeners, let us know what you think about this.
0: Yes, yeah. please do. Um and and you'll have some time. I mean yeah, cuz I mean I, I don't know, like I, yeah, I'm kind of um, happy IST for the opportunity to revisit them in order to to be reminded of what they were what they're doing now or to mm-hmm. even um, to, to think about that. Um, and especially Kimberly, um, uh, because I, I think I remember um, hearing more about her like a, like a couple of years ago and thinking like oh my gosh like um let me go back and which season was she on and um but i didn't watch the entire season over again so it it was it's been kind of nice to know that this is sort of um where things are currently with her despite how difficult this season was um to even get through Mm -hmm. um and the same for victor yeah um I also, uh, you know, I didn't have, I didn't talk about this on the, on the podcast. I don't know why, but I actually met Victor in real life because I really took, I took a sewing class. I know this is stuff. I don't know why I don't share these things, but I took a sewing. I know. I know. I know. Nalen's <laughs> scowling at me, but I know we're making, I, we, you so can't sorry, tell
2: I'm... listeners, but we're all making faces at, at Ernest. <laughs> sorry.
0: Um, well, it's And it's so weird because I think I just kind of kept it to myself because I like this memory. Um, so Victor TA'd one of the sewing classes I took with my um, old roommate at Mood when Mood used to hold free sewing classes.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and so of course I'm a huge project for my so I know who Victor is. And Victor's just like walking around helping us and that was actually the same um, the same year that uh, um, oh my gosh there's another designer um, who was also RTA and her season of All Stars was airing at the time and we've talked about this season of All Stars and her name escapes me but um, she was there one day and then an episode aired where she did really well and then she she disappeared. She never came back. Mm. Um, but Victor was there and I was making a tote bag it's actually like one of the first tote bags I I already made it I, I brought it to class with me though um, and I showed him the tote bag and he wanted to steal it he liked it he's just like mm, I'm going to take this I just like oh, you can take it you can take it I'll make another one like if you <laughs> want my tote bag like <laughs> anyway um, but yeah that's my uh, uh, memory of uh, Victor who's our are sewing 101 on one TA. Mm. So yeah, um, that's like a
1: TA. It's like having Nayland as a TA. You know,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. Everybody was somebody's TA sometimes.
3: <laughs>
0: so yeah. Um, anyway, that that's uh, something that I was keeping to myself and kept re- realizing that I never said it, and and I have been neglecting <laughs> to share that little tidbit about victor um but yeah love that all right well,
2: well we don't quite have a sense of what we're going to do next yeah it's a little while until we get like the new season i think
0: yeah Jenny, um, is it? i th- yeah i think it'll be 2023 is when mm. season 20 will come out they are taping um I'm gonna see if I can work my contacts to see um, where they are in mm-hmm. that taping, um, but yeah, but we're gonna be on hiatus until um, most likely until season 20 mm-hmm. airs, um, but we won't be on hiatus from our Patreon because we're still go- so we're gonna go back to Los Angeles and spend some time there on the hype, mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, which will be kind of like a nice little vacation from season 9 maybe like a palate cleanser it yes. seems season 9 and season 20
2: it'll I think it'll go quick
0: <laughs> yeah
3: yeah
2: um, yeah and who knows we may come up with some other some other interesting things to look at if you see stuff out there listeners please let us know
0: let us know drop us
2: a line on patreon we're always excited to be seeing fashion stuff
0: yes yes please
2: and um, yeah uh And, yeah, um, Hmm. Patricia, where can people find you?
1: Oh, oh, look at me. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, I can be found, oh, mostly not online, but um, I am trying to be better about social media. So um, I am still on Twitter and I am on Instagram very sporadically with the same username, Sense and Sight, S-E-N, S E N S E A N D S I G H T. And um that's me. What about you, Ernest? Where can we find you?
0: Well, yeah, you can find me on all of the social mediums. ernestdavis.com at ernest on Instagram, Facebook and and very rarely on Twitter. Um <laughs> And also, um, by the time you hear us, um, the dream three on this finale, um, episode two of the Project Space podcast I've been working on with the Visual Studies Workshop is live. So first episode was with the artist Granville Carroll. And then the second episode I spoke with two artists um, who came through the residency program at VSW and that's Savannah Wood and Aaron Turner. So um, those are up and you can find me there. Um, mm-hmm. What about with you, Nayland? <laughs>
2: um, I uh, the best places to find me these days are on um, my own website, NaylandBlake.net, um, and that has links to my various other online presences, um, including Tumblr, which is like. Tumblr's back, y'all. Come, come, have fun on Tumblr. Um, you can see my my photography and my other weird um, moments of moments of interest. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know exactly when it's going to release, but it should happen soon. I was a guest on the Girls Guts Giallo podcast. Which is a great podcast for if you're like a horror uh, movie buff.
0: You've been on that podcast before. I
2: have been on it. Yeah. Um, This time around, though, there's a fashion connection because I'm talking about um, the eyes of Laura Mars.
1: Oh Oh my god! (laughs) Um,
2: One of the best. One of the best films of all time.
1: I know that movie from you talking about it. Yeah. Know this movie.
2: Okay, you need to watch this movie, like, as soon as possible. You
0: know what? You probably have told me to watch it, and I just didn't.
2: It, it is, it has the best photo opening,
3: <laughs>
2: photo exhibition opening of any um, of any film oh. ever, I will just say.
0: Oh, okay. This sounds great. There's a fashion and a photo component. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah,
2: we could do like a quick talk about it here because there's a lot of there's a lot of fashion overlap.
0: I would love Um, to do that.
2: Okay. Well, maybe that maybe that's like a little quick bonus, like threesome for our Patreon. Yes. yes. I would love for both of you guys. I'd love to hear what both of you think about it. All
0: right. Um, I'm putting it it on my calendar, so I will never. Okay.
3: So love it. (laughs) It yeah. has. It features
2: the New York of my youth quite oh. quite prominently. All right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Better.
2: Um, and probably by the time this drops, if this will be out by before Friday, do you yes, think? Yes. Yes. So by the time this drops, um, you if you're in New York City, you can catch me. Um, I'm part of a reading of uh, for a new anthology that's been published called Pathetic Literature. Um, Edited by Eileen Miles, Mm -hmm. and I don't have any work in it, but I'm going to be reading the work of the great um, uh, Bay Area poet Kevin Killian. Mm -hmm. And there's an incredible lineup of people reading this Friday at Howl happening, including um, Lynn Tillman and Chip Delaney, and of course Eileen, Moira Davey, like such heavy hitters that's amazing it's 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 a a murderer's row as that they makes me want to get
0: out tonight so people have time <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing
2: so come on over and come on over and see us
0: Aww, that's so great ah um wonderful well um that's it from us
2: that's it from us for this season yeah. so much love to you all and i will say like yes this was a slog but i do i do love getting to spend time talking with both of you about this
0: same 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 um it's you know yeah it's always fun and i would rather i don't know this is how i would like to spend my energy <laughs> as much as i could like i would love to just do this but of course i can't but, um, but yeah, no, this has been, been great. And, um, and again, listeners, it's been wonderful doing this with you all as well. And please, please send us your thoughts and, and uh, your feedback and your rants mm-hmm. and your reigns about this. So I'm making this so wonderful to talk through all of this with both of you, with Patricia and Naylan. Um This has been so much fun and uh yeah so listeners as always like please take care of yourselves as best as possible um please enjoy um um, please enjoy yourselves you know it's getting colder outside where there are seasons um Mm -hmm. please you know like stay as safe as possible or take care of yourselves and each other as much as you can and then um until next time whenever it is then we'll all just say goodbye Right. Bye.
3: Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> no, bye. <laughs> bye.